0: Welcome to Drunk Valorant episode 97. Uh, you get slightly less of a cool introduction because my Discord decided to shit itself, so uh, here we are. Um, basically, I don't know how much of this you guys heard before my Discord like fully crapped out, no. but uh, I hit a bit of a milestone today. I think that's where we got to, actually. Yeah, okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure if this milestone is worthy of celebration or intervention. Oh boy. But... I reached the highest tiered gift card at New District.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> what does that take? Wow, that's $5,000? dollars hmm Spent at the liquor store? <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> my
2: <laughs> God. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> wow, that's impressive. We were going to combine that for a while, and then yeah. uh, I never actually redeemed any of my points. I probably have a couple grand oh, put dude, in there. I, should, I, I, I know what your phone number is. I should just give them your phone number and redeem those, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dude! I'm gonna be rolling in it.
1: So- I mean, they, prob- they know us. They probably know that uh, you know me. Yeah, but I still don't think they'd allow you to do that. I don't know. I could like, I could
0: probably, you know, the 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 bald guy. Yeah, I could probably talk to him and just be like, "Hey, man, look, here's the deal. My buddy moved out of town. He told me
1: to take his points. Get a drink on him. I really did. uh <laughs> yeah. he doesn't need to know that. Yeah." <laughs> I can Those like, are my hard-earned points. Like, look, man,
0: you've got his yeah. phone number. You can call him if you need to verify. He'll give you the go-ahead. And oh, yeah, just you're just, like, full
1: bluff, yeah. Call him, call him, why don't you? Yeah, 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 he's probably, I mean, he might be at work, but, like, call him, yeah. <laughs> um.
0: So, yeah, basically, I uh, got get some, got some monies
1: to now, now I can spend more money at the liquor store, except this is funny money. What do you get, five grand, 500 back or something? Two fifty. I think it's two fifty. Okay, but then I think I, I might be another seventy
0: five at your points.
1: So you get like a nice bottle of tequila. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't think I mean okay. I guess they have Clase Azul, but like that's probably more expensive than two fifty at this point. Jesus, prices Christ. prices skyrocketed for Clase. Yeah, but in, I, don't uh, got, Canada, I don't think they've I don't think they carry
0: nineteen forty two. So nobody does. Not to mention, I don't want tequila anyway.
1: You might want some nineteen forty two.
0: I mean, I'd be down to try it. Don't get me wrong; like, I I'd actually enjoy trying that. But like, I ain't dropping five hundred fucking dollars on a bottle of tequila.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's more like two to three, maybe in the states. Um, I see two two hundred bucks. Anyway, it might be more expensive than that now. I, like, tequila prices in general have kind of gone through the roof. Yeah, the only way that would even be remotely within question is if I went and.
0: Talk to the bartender I used to know really well and he could order it on wholesale cost and he would agree to do that. And you know, I haven't talked to him in like call it six, seven years now. So
1: Yeah, that's the problem in Canada. At least when we talk to the people at, at the BC Liquor Store, they were like, Oh yeah, all the restaurants order the class usual and so like as soon as we get it in, like it goes to the You mean the nineteen forty two? Yeah, yeah, sorry, the yeah, mm-hmm. the nineteen forty two. Um yeah. it, it goes immediately to the restaurants. Okay, well, at any rate, I'm gonna kick us off here. Um
0: I have a Batch 44 Brewery beer, uh, which is on... The brewery is on the Sunshine Coast. We actually drove past hmm. it uh, when Tony and I went out to uh, go hit Coast Gravity Park. Yeah. Um, it's quite a good beer. It's called uh, Just the Tip IPA. And then in parentheses, it says Spruce. Like, like,
1: like. Spruce Tips?
0: Yeah, Just the Spruce Tips. Nice. Um, But yeah, it is... Oh, it, it's somewhat on the mellower side for an IPA. Yeah, it's just got the a tip. blend. Yeah, it's got a blend of Galaxy and Centennial hops. And it's very West Coast styled. Um, not particularly hazy, but you can't see through it either. Uh, I quite It's a very refreshing Semi. IPA actually.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, like way more on the refreshing side than I would have thought. Like actually like this is something I could definitely see myself like sitting at the beach and like crushing multiple of these. Whereas, like, usually as a beach beer, the IPA is, uh, you know, a little bit too heavy-handed. Um, but anyway, one of the things that I thought was super cool about this is, uh, it has... I don't know how well you guys can see this in the camera. And like, you guys you definitely can't see in the camera. But the, um, the top of the can is actually blacked-out metal. Oh, uh, that's why we can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I don't know if I can get it.
1: Mm-hmm. It just looks like a black hole. Yeah. Yeah, cool yeah, that yeah. I can see But that. it's,
0: like, fully blacked-out metal. Um... I've never seen that before. Uh, I just kind of thought it was cool. Um, that's cool. You've discovered a new brewery or at least new to the podcast. Yeah. I I've known to that brewery for a while. Um, and I've definitely had other beers from the brewery. I just don't think I've had any of them on pod before. And they're not super commonly found here in Vancouver, which is, or at least not at the liquor store that, uh, I often go to. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's quite good. Um I'm actually really enjoying this.
1: I'll probably down it way faster than I should given that it's super easy drinking. For uh, a I mean given the name it feels like you should have that one and then follow it up with like a like a triple IPA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the 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 deep deep flavor. Yeah, you know.
3: <laughs>
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Yeah, they they call that one full stroke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Triple oh, IPA. Oh, man. oh that'd be uh that'd be quite the thing. Um Alrighty, well, Hunter. What do you got in hand?
2: Well, I got in hand what I was hoping to have uh last time, which is the uh fiery orchard. It's an angry orchard with fireball in it um what (laughs) yeah this was was suggested to me at an after party for a wedding i went to uh when i mentioned that i like cider with fireball and it's good it's very good Um, I will say, I was hoping it would... But you mentioned
1: you like cider with fireball, and they were like, have you tried a cider with fireball? Yes, but like a hard cider (laughs) with fireball. Like, I just (laughs) like normal non-alcoholic cider with
3: fireball. Oh! Oh,
2: I see. I I don't even think of non-alcoholic cider. I just (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) assume alcoholic cider. No, no, no. I get normal cider and I put fireball (laughs) in it, but they say, hey, try an Angry Orchard instead. And, uh, it's good. It's definitely not... I think I would prefer just the regular cider with more fireball. I find that with this, it's easy to overwhelm with the Fireball flavor, and it doesn't hit as hard as I'd like, because I forgot that Fireball is only 33%. So, on this piece of paper uh, financial statement, uh, I have written down um, several different things that could happen on the pod, where if they happen, I have to take a shot of Fireball. I'm not going to reveal to you guys what they are now, but I will at (laughs) the end of the podcast. (laughs) Okay. I I guess we'll see you you when you take a shot, right? Well, no, no, I'll say when I'm taking the shot. Like, I'll interrupt whatever is going on to announce I'm taking a shot. But like I'm not going to tell you what they are beforehand so you can deliver. Got it, got it, it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. Most okay. of our no, are get cast, that, are you cast gonna, as the more you know predictable things on the podcast. No, we we were
1: we were wondering if he was if, if you were like going to like bank them for the end, where then you go through the list and you say which ones we oh. did, and then you take like you know probably I, all the shots. Of I'd Bible. rather do <laughs> them
0: throughout the podcast. I feel like it'd be yeah, yeah that's probably that
1: better anyway. Yeah. I guess for I think, you at least. But when
0: you when you, you stop us and you take the shot, are you going to tell us what it was that yes, caused you to yes. take the shot? Okay, okay. Right, and then and then that thing um, is off the table. You can't just spam. the Yeah, one yeah, yeah. Of
1: course, of course. Um, that'd be, that'd be a faux pas of sorts. Um, Um, yeah, I guess the, so the cider, like when you're talking about non-alcoholic cider, it usually has like very strong spices in it, right? Like we're talking about like an, like an apple cider.
2: Well, normally when you get it from the store, it doesn't actually have spices in it, but like... The cider is not filtered typically, or at least to the same extent as yeah. The like it, it seems like a
1: stronger in flavor. Yeah. in, it's much in the non-alcoholic ciders, yeah. whereas you like alcoholic about... ciders have like a ton of different. You know, it's a much lighter drink. It's totally yes. different thing, right? Definitely, yeah.
0: When you say cider, when you're buying it from the store, mm-hmm. are you talking about like the slightly thicker, like dark-looking yeah, yeah, cider? You
2: get like in a milk
0: jug kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but not like flip it in. Yeah. Greatest name of all time for an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> what was it? Um, slip it in. Cider. <laughs> that's incredible! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's uh, it's God. That's a joke from uh, Letter Kenny.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, they, they 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 roll through like ten. They're complaining how like every craft beer has to have like a sexual muendo in it, which is actually kind of funny because I brought the just the tip IPA to this one. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, they're they're joking about how, like, all the craft breweries are doing that. uh, And then they go through the, um, yeah, Slip It In cider. That's great. But, yeah, I gotta say, out of all the ciders, I'm not sure where Angry Orchard ranks, but it doesn't rank too high, in my opinion.
1: Well, there's so many craft ciders now that I think, like, I tend to like a cider. I usually don't pick one over a beer. Yeah. But, like, if I'm... If I've had, like you know, some, some pretty heavy beers or, you know, there's sometimes where you're just not feeling like an IPA and you go to a brewery, you kind of like, you know, you're, you're feeling like a white claw that day, you know, you're just like, this is a mm-hmm. seltzer kind of day. And a cider kind of hits that too of like, okay, I can, yeah. I can do a cider. See, I think I like Summersby the best. Yeah, that would be. Is that some... the one that. Is that
0: Whistler the green brewing? can? I don't, I don't know. What's the one that Whisper Brewing carries?
1: Uh, I don't know. Their Lone Tree is, like, the, the canned ones that are from BC. We've had uh, a bunch of Lone lone Trees on the podcast, but then yeah, Summers B say, is, I, like, a classic one. They always have it on tap. Okay, least maybe
0: least. I'm thinking, yeah, I, I might be thinking of the Summers B, because I was going to say that I don't really like Lone Tree all that much. Like, the yes. default Lone Tree, I think, is fine, but then they've got some, like, offshoots of, like... The Rhubarb is delicious. The Rhubarb one's okay, uh, but they have a couple other ones that I was really not a fan of. And I don't know, something, like, I find that the Lone Tree has a particular aftertaste I'm not super stoked
1: on. The summers be just really dry. That's what I think of it as. It's like mm-hmm. a very dry cider. Amazing. That's what you use for, like, snake bites and black and tans, right?
0: Probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The snake bite and or a black and tan is half beer, half cider, for reference.
1: Yeah. One, one being Guinness and the other being a lager. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I think one being in, any beer that is not a Guinness. Yeah, being the snake bite, and then black and tan being the Guinness. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm drinking is a mixed drink for the first time in a while on the podcast. Um, I am having uh, whiskey ginger with some bullet. Um the beer or ginger, ale? Uh, ginger ale. ginger mm-hmm. ale. Yeah. Yeah. So not not a true. Yeah. Not like a mule. It's yeah. not, it's not a Kentucky mule, mm-hmm. but, um, that would be good too. I just like, I just like, you know, whiskey, ginger ale, very good, uh, mixed drink, easy. Mm-hmm. is easy to do. Um, yeah, I don't
0: know Sounds if good. I like Kentucky mules more or not. Yeah. I feel like I've had a I Kentucky think... mule like once. Hmm. I, I remember there was one. I remember there was one place that Chase and I went to, and we ordered a round of Kentucky mules, and the bartender's like, "Yep, got it." And then when they came back with whiskey gingers, and we're just like, nah, oh, this is the same." Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you
1: order a mule somewhere and they come back with a uh, with ginger ale in it, then you're like, "Oh, that that's not not yeah. what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. This is not the bar we should be at right now." Yeah, it's and it's most likely a bit more of a club. Yeah. Um.
0: Alrighty, well, moving onwards here, unless anybody has any closing remarks about their beverages of choice today. Nope, no. let's move it on. Um, so basically, I'm right. You guys are wrong. Well, you guys might not have been wrong, but like, but I'm definitely right. Um. I'm interested. It seems like there's some potential leaks off uh, a new gun being added into the game.
1: But yeah, I saw I saw a screenshot of this in the this? Discord, but uh, I haven't. I, well, I, I really didn't I, read it. Okay, I clarified that you guys might not have been wrong.
0: It was just. But you were most instance. definitely right. But I was definitely right. What? You know. Well, the, I mean, Hunter, I'm sure you've seen it. Okay, I, just don't what what I
2: don't know what you're right
0: about. I know I'm aware of the gun. Oh, leaks. oh, that they should that they should add a new gun that sits oh, in between oh, the marshal and the off. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, that, that's what I'm referring to, and it seems like they are now. The outlaw. It is called the outlaw. Uh, kind of in line with the sheriff, marshal, and then outlaw mm-hmm. kind of naming scheme there. Uh, this was leaked on a Chinese stream. We know it's called the outlaw because it hadn't got around to translating it to Chinese yet. So it just said outlaw. Um, and word on the street is... One shot up close, 130 at range. Yeah, and at
2: first people were calling it a sniper rifle because it sits between the marshal and the op, both in terms of, you know, usability and also on the buy screen. However, if you look at the design of the gun and think about it, I think the idea is that it is a shotgun that shoots slugs, both by the idea of one-tapping at close range and by the style of the gun, which very much looks like a a shotgun with a scope over a uh, Mm -hmm. traditional sniper rifle, which I think is... It does look like that. I saw saw
1: it as well. Yeah. Um, Weird that it would then be not in the shotgun, like, area of the thing, and it would be in the sniper rifle Well, I think it seems like like the idea is a Marshall
2: plus Bucky. And so they just decided to emphasize the martialness over the buckiness. In terms of where it's placed.
0: But also, it, it does, I mean, at least... Okay, again, there's no gameplay footage of this. No one really knows anything. This is just
1: could be completely flying around.
0: Yeah. This could also not actually make it into the game. Um, it, it accidentally got revealed when they were revealing the new skin trailer um, for on a Chinese stream. Um... The new skin trailer being, I believe, for Chinese New Year skins. I think, whatever the skin pack, I don't think Chinese New Year is now. Is it? The Chinese New Year's Chinese New Year's later? It's like February. Right? Yeah, not, not even close yeah, to now, yeah. I think I don't. Know, maybe the new maybe skins just some... look
2: very Chinese, like inspired. But
0: I don't think it well, relates to it's Chinese. It's off Oh, is it son Oh man, I can't remember the mythical guy. But there's like there's Chinese mythology involving. Uh, this half-monkey guy with, like, a staff that can ex- extend relatively indefinitely, which is, like, the core design philosophy behind the new skin line. It, it comes from Chinese mythology. Um, okay, anyway, it, it just kind of got leaked when somebody was showing off these, uh, like, the new the new skin line. Um, but yeah, if it does what the rumors flying around are, being, uh, you know, one shot up close and 130 at range... Comes in at a price of twenty four hundred. Yeah. Um, holy fuck! I just got buffed. If that's what it does. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thinking that'd be a good gun for. Gas. Oh my god, that seems awesome. Yeah, because I like to I'd like I like to op up close anyway. Um, it's way cheaper, and people are also talking about how it uh, is potentially like Riot introducing a hard counter to light shield meta. Yeah.
1: No, I would yeah, just Chase, Chase, if you didn't hear yeah. it, the
2: idea is that it does one thirty at range to the
1: chest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean that he's said that a couple of times. Um Yeah, yeah. I mean what makes it I mean sure I'm sure it's gonna be very different to uh to the Marshall and like the way it feels. Uh but I guess the yeah. one shot up close then is what makes it different to the Marshall. But like if you mm-hmm. hit him in the head, it's a one shot at any range with the Marshall. Yeah. A one shot to the body at close range. And then yeah. It, so is it like having Marshall plus Shorty, but you don't have to swap between the guns? You know, it's just a lot easier. Yeah, and it's then like then, having like, like a close range weapon, but it still does some long range damage.
2: Did you say what? Shorty Chase? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking more Bucky because I assume it's going to be relatively slow firing, so I feel like that's going to be the much closer comparison versus the Shorty.
0: Yeah, I think also like I mean we have no idea what the unscoped accuracy spread is either. Like if it has fucking a Marshall accuracy. Yeah. Like, but up close, like that seems fucking insane. I feel like you can't have that. Um, If it has Marshall fire rate, that's pretty insane. If it has Marshall handling, that's pretty insane. Like, I feel like the firing, the handle, um, the handling, and the no scope accuracy has all gotta sit somewhere between Op and Marshall.
2: Yeah. Because I think if you just literally combined, you know, Marshall right-click, Bucky left-click, that gun would be busted. Like, that gun would be too good. mm mm-hmm. Especially for the price point of not quite Phantom Vandal. So I, I agree. They're going to have to tweak it so that it's not just that. There's some sort of weakness to it.
1: I mean, I just love the idea that they would be trialing a new gun in the game. I, I'd love to see that. We've we've had a whole podcasts where we talk about you know, what we think should be added, which Mm -hmm. is what Cass is saying. He's right because he was saying he wanted a a gun in between the the op and the marshal. But, um, I mean, cool, like, even if this doesn't end up in the game, like, this specific version of the gun, like, cool to know that it's something they're thinking about, and that might come in the future. Like, I'd I'd like them to try some more stuff out like that. Um, and, like, add a bigger pool of guns to choose from. Um, they can't do that a lot, obviously, because then you're just going to end up making, uh, making things really difficult for new players, which is something they've consistently tried to make easier. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, they don't want to increase the uh, store size too much, I'm assuming, but adding a couple more would be fun.
0: Yeah, and I feel like you don't yeah. need to add... Like, you don't need to add too much more, you know? Like, I'm... I, I don't remember, but like... CS has probably, like, five submachine guns, only one of which, maybe two, ever really sees, like, actual play. Um, So, like, having that many is clearly unnecessary, right? But I'd say both the Spectre and the Stinger see some amount of of play uh, in competitive. Um, And I think there is enough room to, like, add another one of those, right? Like I think there is enough room to potentially add in another pistol. Um, like you, you might be able to argue that like oh like there's not really much room enough to add a uh, to add in another rifle. Um, right. But like the rifle, I mean, excluding pistols, which I'll have but that's their own thing. Um, like, we already have four rifles in the game,
3: mm-hmm.
0: so it's like okay, well if they were going to add one, they'd probably have to add something that's better, but then more expensive than. Phantom Vandal. Phantom Vandal, yeah. Yeah, which, like, at that point, do you just combine the best aspects of the Phantom and the Vandal together?
1: Yeah, and at that point, you're like, I don't think that's a good idea at all, because then mm-hmm. your full buy rounds are just going to be to that instead, and it's just going to be, that's what everybody needs to have, fuck a Phantom or a Vandal. Um, And uh, it'd be difficult to make the econ trade-off worth that, unless it was, like, it really was, you know, like, op-priced.
0: Yeah, but even if it's not quite op priced, like if it's Odin priced or maybe slightly more expensive than Odin, what's Odin Hunter thirty four? Yep, thirty four. So it's a, if it's somewhere between, you know, like thirty four to like thirty six or whatever. I could potentially see it being like, oh well, I'm almost max, or like I am max and I died. Now I got to buy a gun. It's like, but then that's just kind of a rich getting richer kind of scenario. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. You, you mentioning the Rich Getting Richer kind of ties me back into my thoughts on Outlaw. That uh, My first thought was, like others, interesting to counter the Light Shields meta, and that could be a positive thing. But my second thought was it could very much be a Rich Get Richer thing in terms of if the other team is on an Eco, it's very easy for this gun to be you know, a better op, given its presumably faster fire rate and better capabilities at short range. And at that point, you know, if this gun is a force in the meta, it will decrease eco win rates, which I'm not sure is necessarily a positive thing. So that was, that was my main concern, thinking about it. I mean, but,
0: so, I feel like, uh, specifically against ecos, that only really comes into play in the situation of, oh, I died. I died last round. I know they're now ecoing. I need to buy a new gun. Do I buy this gun? But then, like, if I have op money, it's like, well, they're only ECOing one round, and presumably you're going to win this, so would I rather bring an op into the next round? A, uh, or, like, would I point. rather bring, like, a Vandal into the next round? Because, presumably, we're going to win the ECO anyway. And, like, if I am just, if I know that they're going to, like, hard ECO, right? Like, the best gun against a hard ECO is the Marshall.
2: Well, the, the biggest thing that I, I see is in round two and in rounds like that, but round two being the biggest one where, you know, you won and now if, if the other team does the expected thing and they, you know, full save, probably no one's buying light shields at all. And then at mm-hmm. that point, you know, the marshal is going to be the best gun in the game, but by buying the outlaw, you still have a very solid gun for your bonus and you also have the potential to really mess them up if they do decide to force. Where in most cases, they're going to have light shields on several of their players. Um, Oh
0: yeah, for sure. I think that gun's going to be insane round 2 if it does what it's rumored to do. So even if later
2: in the game it doesn't have as much of a guaranteed impact, Mm -hmm. I feel like buying it round 2 after winning round 1 is going to cause round 2 after losing round 1 win rates to decrease. Thank God. But they... (laughs) Really?
0: I mean, realistically speaking, you shouldn't be winning those anyway. Well yeah, you shouldn't it's be. It's the my chance. least
1: favorite thing to ever happen in, in a Valorant game. Oh it I does it does that. suck
0: when it happens to you, but it's so cool
2: when you, you're the one who inflicts it on the other team. No, but I, I think it's one thing if like you're expecting
0: them to like you know, it's not a blowout game. It's pretty close. You guys go like six six into the half or seven five. Uh mm-hmm. the other team loses pistol. And they come out and they buy up like uh, stinger lights, or maybe a couple of them got a few kills and pissed around, or they got bomb plant, or whatever, then get stinger full, or whatever. Um, you know, and, like, you're you're caught off guard by it. Like, I, I buy a marshal a lot of the time, right? In round two. Like, I'm not expecting it, like, holy fuck, I peeked this angle, and they all have, they all have light shields, or full shields, so, like, I don't get a kill with the body shot in the marshal. Uh, and then they win that round, I'm like, okay, that's, like, that's fair, that's reasonable. Um, like, they invested the money into it, we got caught off guard. It's when they don't buy shit. And someone on your team, you know, this might be me too, but, like, aggressively pushes up or whatever. You know, gets a little kill-hungry. Gives them a vandal. They one-tap a few people. And maybe that was the only person on your team who bought a vandal. And now they got better weaponry than everybody. Yep. Uh, you know, like, that's the most frustrating. Is when you... When you buy in, they don't, and they still manage to turn that round. Oh yeah, here. off of, and you know what? If it's just like a couple good shots from them, like you know what? Like it happens.
1: I still but fucking it, hate it. Yeah, yeah. But no, like why? Why were you holding that? Like what? What were you doing? Why were you playing yeah. aggressive? Mm-hmm. Fucking back the fuck off. But also, like, sometimes that's
0: not the case. Like, sometimes they buy up uh, Or, like, if I get a few, like... If I get a few kills in Pistol Round, right? Yeah, you and, like, buy I can buy up a share or, or something.
1: Yeah. And I just... I get that one tap? Like, you... Yeah, you, your team still shouldn't be winning that. Because, like, four rifles or whatever against one... uh, Against one rifle should still win that. You know, even yeah. if they're able to like collect your gun, like you should yeah. still win that round. Yeah, but that Reina now has
0: full shields and a rifle. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. five ranks better than you. Yeah, and
1: they're immortal too. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, and one of your players is incredibly high. Mm-hmm. Just you know, stack on all, yep. all the conditions. <laughs> <you
0: happen. laughs> I
1: think. Yeah, another I, one is throwing.
0: <laughs> I I do kind of like the idea of it. Being a potential counter to uh, light shield meta. And, like, I don't know, even at our ranks, it doesn't seem super common. I know you guys both pseudo-subscribe to it. Um, And even if, like, so even if I know, like, okay, one or two of the guys on their team are, are buying light shields here, and I can abuse this gun at a cheaper price point than an OP, like, there's gonna be two to three guys on that team who still have full shields. And I can't one tap them. Or I guess I could to the head, but I can't one shot to the body, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like do I have to then keep track of okay the the brim and the sky, light shield meta, and therefore I can shoot them in the body, but everybody else I have to be on for the head? I mean that's kind of a lot to think about.
1: Yeah, like, I don't expect about... I don't expect you to know that about the other team, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still don't think it would be a uh, light shields meta killer if this were true. Um, because yes, it, it sucks. Like you, if there were a lot of those, or like someone was consistently buying that on the other team, then you wouldn't want to be buying light shields.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but like I'm assuming, people, most people are still going to play Phantom or Vandal, and most people still out of that being Vandal users. Like, Light Shield's meta is still going to exist. As long as the, like, the Vandal, like, one shot to the head is 160 and, uh, four to the body is 160. But, I
0: think part of the thing, though, is, like, so we're playing on Breeze in which the Vandal is infinitely more popular than the Phantom, right? Like, even a bunch of Phantom players go Vandal on Breeze. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like the last game that I played Cypher on Breeze, like I still bought a Vandal. Because if I got a duel across mid, I don't want a Phantom. Yeah. Um, or if I'm rotating over to the other side or whatever, there are a couple long sight lines people can look down if I'm running through CT or something. Like, I don't want a Phantom. So, like, I'm buying a Vandal. Um, even though that's the case, right? Like, if I set a precedence that, like, I'm just going to be buying the Outlaw and not an Op, which, unlike an Op, I can die and rebuy that every
1: fucking round, pretty much. Like, it's not like an AWP, yeah. or like, you, like...
0: if, if Yeah, like, if, if you creds, kill
1: that person, then they're out of, uh... Like, they don't have an op into the next round, basically.
0: Yeah. Like, if I have
1: max creds, I can buy two ops in a row.
0: And the second one has to be Light Shields. From 9,000, I can buy two ops in a row. That's it. With the Outlaw, I can buy that every fucking round.
1: Yeah, still yep. one player. Still only got to shoot one's back.
0: Yeah, I mean, but like, I mean... Yeah. this. Like I, I, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. What? I was going to like, say like... Okay. Uh, I was just to say like, I feel like you kind of want to put the precedence, or set the precedence that, hey, you need to spend the money on the op. You can't just be buying this outlaw every round. Like, if you want to one-shot us to the body, you gotta spend the credits. And then once you set that precedence, maybe you can turn it back a bit and go back to Light Shields. And it creates, like, a little mini... A little give-and-take? Yeah, like, a, like a, a little mental game. Like, ah, like, do they think I'm not buying the outlaw anymore? Because, like... It's not gonna one shot, so that like I'm going like they think I'm gonna buy the off, but like because they think I'm buying the off, they're gonna go back to light shields, and then maybe I can sneak in a martial or like the outlaw here. Um yeah, it's like a little mini game kinda action. Or metagame, yeah. I mean.
1: Yeah, but also four the other four people on your team are gonna have vandals. Maybe they go Phantom. <laughs> I mean, kinda the same. Yeah. All right,
2: Hunter, what were you saying? Yeah, I was going to say that when it comes to the specifics of this in terms of when is it the right call to to buy an outlaw, I'm having a bit of a difficult time figuring out exactly where I stand on it just because I'm seeing it in my head as Bucky plus Marshall, and that's just really, really good. So, like, it it has to be worse than that because if it is genuinely that good, I, I think it's arguably better than a Phantom or Vandal depending on how... As long as you're, like, good with the gun and you're good with, you know both of those weapons to a certain extent.
1: But it's a scoped weapon. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's a scoped weapon, but you can take your initial shot and then, you know, assuming you're holding a tight angle, the vast majority of the time you're not going to get immediately one-tapped. And now when they push you, you have the best gun in the game for dealing with the push or one of the best. I mean, I guess you'd prefer a judge, but like, you know, essentially the chance of you not getting one, if you hold a long angle, take a couple shots, fall back to a short angle and wait for them to push, you have such a high chance of, of at least getting one
0: uh, I, more I so think than you any might, other gun in the game. I, I'm still assuming you need to be... Like, I'm assuming they're not giving it martial no-scope accuracy. Like, I'm assuming, like, unscoped accuracy is going to be not, bad. not, not yeah. great.
2: It
1: could be up unscoped accuracy. I,
2: I disagree for the simple reason that I'm going with the theory, and it's possible this isn't correct. One person mentioned that the artwork for the gun could be, you know, not final. If it's a shotgun, it's going to be accurate at close range. Yeah, but I, We're you're not going to make a slug, shotgun wildly inaccurate at close range.
1: But it's a slug.
2: But it's a slug. Yeah. Right, but, you know, shooting someone, you know, five feet away with a slug, you're going to hit that every single time if you're aiming at their chest.
0: Whereas with, well, okay, I mean, I guess five with, feet, with you're going to with a Marshall okay. as well. But well, with a shotgun, you give me an actual, like, you give me a Remington 700, like, at fucking any range, I'm hitting that shot. Well, right, right, right. But the, the, even, even by the standards of Valorant. Like, if you replace the Bucky's, you know,
2: spread shot with a slug in the exact same gun. Like, you know, well, I mean, obviously it's not realistic. But my, my point is that I'd be really surprised, honestly, if it's incredibly inaccurate at short range. I think it is going to be reliable short range. We'll see. We'll see. Like, my, my guess is that it will be... If I had to guess... I think it will be significantly less accurate than the Marshall so that you get the body shots, but the headshot you're going to miss more often on. That's, that's where I'm kind of ending on it. Not that I'm a hundred percent confident. Yeah,
0: but the whole thing is that it's going to one shot to
2: the body. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. Mm. So that it's not dominant on full buy rounds where you can just pop heads like you do with the Marshall. Um, that like you have, you know, you're gonna have some there. But you're very
1: scoped range. in, like that. The first, are you talking about first shot accuracy?
2: Yes, I'm talking about. I think the long range first shot accuracy is going to be significantly worse. It's going to be closer to the sheriff than the marshal would be, my guess. Um,
0: because realistically speaking, you think un- you think unscoped, it's going to be more accurate than a sheriff at long range. Whoa, whoa, whoa
2: hold up, hold up. I think there's going to. Sorry, I, I realize I realize that there's a little bit of confusion here. I'm t- I'm thinking about like close range, unscoped versus long range, and like it might be the thing is it could be less accurate than the sheriff at close range, and if it one taps to the body, it's still really strong, because I, I think the marshal has like 1.0 spread at close range, and the sheriff has 0.45. Am I right on those numbers?
1: I, I, I no feel like I have no idea w- what they even mean.
2: Yeah, but, like, if you think about it, the Sheriff is more than twice as accurate at close range. Well, sorry, unscoped, because it only has unscoped. Then the Marshal is no scope. So, like, I'm thinking this will be closer to the Sheriff than the Marshal, but there would definitely be significant, based on the balancing of Valorant, once again, not realism, significant damage drop-off at range. So if you're trying to no scope down, you know, be long bind... Like you're not hitting that one tap to the chest anymore. You're doing like 90 or something. That's kind of how I'm imagining it.
1: I mean, do, is that mechanic in the game where damage fall off is different via scoped or unscoped? No,
2: but there are no weapons that shoot slugs in the game. True. So yeah, it's it's a bit of it's a bit out there what I'm saying. But this gun as a whole is a bit out there.
1: So it could be it, it could be like scoped in as like alt fire. Yeah, yeah. In, th- in that case, yeah. I mean, I think that that's, that opens up a lot more possibilities for how to balance the gun. But mm-hmm. I, that's not a current mechanic in the game, so I, I don't know how it would be utilized.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I was just kind of going off, you know, what some of the weeks were here, and it seems like that's not how it's going to behave, but...
2: So have you seen anything to indicate that it's going to be inaccurate at close range? Because I have not seen anything
0: indicating that. I haven't seen anything that's going to indicate that it's going to be inaccurate per se, but like, I'm imagining it's going to sit, well, in my head, I'm going halfway between AWP no-scope accuracy and Marshall no-scope accuracy. And so if I'm no-scoping it at close range, I'm still probably not going to hit you. Unless I'm barrel stuffing you is kind of the idea that I had. So, like, I'm assuming it's not going to be super viable unscoped. I mean, alternatively, as someone else has pointed out, like, somebody online pointed out, uh, going over this, because there isn't a ton of concrete information regarding this, um, that, like, there are plenty of guns that behave differently scoped in versus not scoped in, right? Uh, As in...
1: Yeah, accuracy accuracy, recoil, that kind of stuff. But also just, like, Stinger and Bulldog. Bulldog. True. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, Being you're about fire fire. Moach, yeah, yeah, you're talking burst fire mode. Yeah, they
0: burst fire instead of full auto uh, when they're when they're ADS. And so, like, it, yeah, if you want to look at it as this is quite literally, as Hunter's saying, a combination between up close, it is literally a shotgun, mm-hmm. and then when I zoom in, it's a Marshall just to be clear a
2: shotgun that fires a slug i'm not suggesting it fires pellets at close range but yes
0: okay but like i'm saying like you could look at it right as if it Mm -hmm. like actually fired a shotgun shell like a 12 gauge at close range and then fires uh i mean that's a a long range right which would be i mean again you'd have to look at what the damage drop-off numbers are but like that seems i don't know like that that seems too good, you know. That's kind of don't. I, like I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I feel like you what, definitely don't get shotgun spread up close.
1: What if you scoped. gave it shorty shotgun spread, like current shorty shotgun? Well like spread it's up only close. one
0: pellet, so you could miss. Oh, but you only area. get
1: one pump. Yeah, you get one. You get one pump. It's shorty, um, but then it's just it's exactly the Marshall when scoped in. Like, and I feel like that gun would obviously justify a price increase of more than you know of two hundred dollars, but. It's, it's, it better have more than shorty damage. Well, like, yeah, I don't be know like... because you know you you could be like, okay, this is a slightly better marshal at range, and then when it's close, you don't have to pull out a different weapon. It just ha- its other fire is a shorty. Yeah, but you, you know know don't have cheaper? to buy the shorty. You, you know, it's to...
0: so much cheaper. What Marshall shorty?
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The benefit is just the fact that it, you don't have to buy another weapon and you don't have to swap.
0: I, I I feel like it'd have to be Bucky-Marshall combo mm. at the very least. And even then, I feel like... We are saying that's broken. No, because, okay, well, also, I was going with that's broken off still thinking at one shot to the body when you're scoped in. Mm. If it's literally just Marshall. Bucky unscoped, Marshall scoped in,
2: yeah. I feel like that's not worth the price. I think it's worth the price, but once again, you have to consider like if you took the if you took the Bucky current spread of pellets and you said the slug could be anywhere in that circle, then okay. that would be so. It, you're then that would be you know pretty inaccurate. But like if you mm-hmm. if you tighten that up even a little bit, then all of a sudden that becomes really good. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of like that's what I was saying. That's why I brought this up by saying I was having a hard time grappling with how good this gun is because the right. dies matter so much that we don't
0: have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Also, yeah, because like when it does say. Like again, going off of the most prevalent leak that I've seen. Like when it says one shot's up close and then one thirty at range. Well, where's the damage drop off number? It's right, like fifteen right. meters, not thirty meters. Like because if it's at Phantom one shot range, like Phantom one shot range isn't very far. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, ah, oh, well, like at that point, like I'm probably better off just getting a Marshall. But if it's thirty meters instead of fifteen. Well, well, now we're in business. There's a lot of angles I can... I can scope down... Like, I can op, quote-unquote, or outlaw... um, At 30 meters, and go for bodies and get the one-shot kill, and that'd be really good. And then, if we're talking about, oh, well, you have to be... It's 45 meters before damage drop-off. Which is where the Sheriff no longer one-taps. Right? Like, that's really far. And that's kind of insane. Yeah, there's like, a lot of details. Yeah, I'd say like the majority of my op kills don't take place outside of short or outside of sheriff one shot range. You know.
2: Yeah. So again, yeah. like
0: I, we would need to know exactly
1: where the damage drop off is to rate this and see exactly okay. how good or bad. I have two things. Um, one is uh, obviously Hunter didn't have cast mispronounces a word on his uh, cheat sheet. Um, no, unfortunately, I should have put that <laughs> on. That would have been a good one. That would have been a really good one. What, what did um, I mispronounce? Uh, prevalent. Prevalent. What did I say? You said prevalent. prevalent. I did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you said that what? before on podcast. I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 The word.
1: Is, the word is prevalent. Yeah. I. Just... Yeah. Cass. I thought. I thought you were omnipotent about these things. <laughs> <laughs> I am omnipotent about these
2: things. Okay, (laughs) I I will count that. That's a bit of a stretch, but I will count that as the first item from my sheet, which is bringing up a topic that we've covered before on podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I, I almost knew that that was
1: going to be on there. (laughs) What did you say, Jace? I said I almost knew that that was going to be on there because that's That's just something that's so classically done. Oh yeah, Um, that was my like one guess for something that would be on the (laughs) like beating a dead horse would be right. right. (laughs) um okay second thing is i think riot has a bit of a riot problem um when it comes to releasing a new gun in the game which is uh they're going to release a new gun everybody's going to want to try it mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be using it in ga- using it in game immediately and think oh my god this gun is so broken even if it's balanced And then Riot is going to come out and fucking hotfix it, and it's going to be trash.
2: And then nobody's going
1: to use it. And then over time, maybe maybe it'll go back to like a niche pick or something like that. But that's like such a Riot thing.
2: That is a Riot thing. However, I almost could see it the other way. Where, like, you know, when Jet came out, everyone was like, oh, she's terrible. Because the skill ceiling was really high. And I feel like this gun will have a fairly high skill ceiling. So I could see a lot of people being like... Wow, it can one tap at both long range and close and try it out and suck with it and be like, damn, this gun sucks.
0: I, I okay. I feel like the whole jet comparison thing wasn't like a That wasn't a not or like that wasn't a too high of a skill ceiling issue, I think. I think that was a Not
1: understanding not,
0: the utility. Yeah, uh, not understanding the manner in which this agent can be played and how broken Launch jet, launch Jet made a launch op. Like, launch yeah. op was insane. Launch Jet was even more insane. I think people just hadn't realized that you could put those two together and use the dash to get out. And then on top of that, um, it took a while. Because. Like Right, when Valorant first released and there was, uh, like, a bunch of content creators and, like, old CS pros um, playing Valorant, whatever, and everybody thought that Jet was trash, Tenz was the only person who was smoking and dashing into sight as an entry tool. Right. Like, nobody else was doing that, right? And so, like, I think it just took a sec for the meta to evolve around that. Like, same thing, what I'm saying now is if you bring Launch Viper back into this game, minus the your own poison decays. I should have eight. saved a shot for that cast, bringing that up for the 5, 15 million time. That I'm just saying, like, in this current like, yeah, look, I, I think it's, I think this is one of those, it might be one of those things where like, yeah, people, it takes people a sector as a value, but I, I do think Chase is right in saying that fucking everybody, assuming they put a new gun into the game will be buying. And this is the only gun they're adding into the game. Literally everybody is going to be buying
1: this gun all the fucking time, me included. Um, me
2: included as well. I'm very excited to try this.
1: Yeah, but again, yeah, I'd fucking buy the gun because I want to try it out. And it doesn't seem like a gun that I would be particularly good with. Yeah, but would you buy this in a comp with RR on the line?
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because I sure as fuck ain't buying a Bucky to test it out with RR on the line. <laughs> well, yeah. no, because we know it's bad. I sure as fuck didn't buy a Bucky when it was broken with RR on the line.
1: I mean, honestly... Well, if they I, released a new shotgun, and there's was an R on the line, and it was like, you know, everyone was trying out the new shotgun, I feel like you would try it. If they introduced I'm not talking Modern about Warfare... this kind of shotgun, but okay, yeah. If they
0: introduce <laughs> Modern Warfare 2, a Kimbo 1887s, you bet your ass I'm fucking trying that out, but I don't think you understand how broken those were. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been telling Cass
2: that I, I think that the Bucky is a little bit underrated because while, yes, it has zero range capabilities, it has a surprisingly long one-tap, you know, damage threshold if you're correctly aiming at the chest. Like, I've gotten some crazy long one-taps with the Bucky. Like, over well, 150 so you, to the chest.
0: You, you gotta turn off the the shotgun spread circle thing and just use your default crosshair? No. Use default crosshair with shotguns. And if you right click the bucky and you treat it like a sheriff, it's not that bad.
1: Be, I- uh, take another shot, Hunter. What? <laughs> <Why? Yeah. laughs> this was literally yeah, a topic on a previous yeah, we, podcast we, We've talked about this before, but I'm just saying. Oh, I, I, I said no redos but the
2: first one didn't really count that much because it was kind of a stretch <laughs> that <then> we actually <laughs> really so. yeah.
1: yeah, you know, I, I knew that wouldn't count. I was just saying take another shot, but <laughs> yeah. as a way of saying we've already talked about this. But right, right, right. Yeah. Mm. But I'm, I'm actually doing
0: it. All right. Okay. So. But I would, if they introduced a new shotgun into the game, and it wasn't so outrageous that you were mandatory required to use that gun, nah, I wouldn't get it. I don't like playing with shotguns. If you don't like playing with sniper rifles, are you also taking a shot, Chase? Because I really well, think I, you I, I,
1: I ran <laughs> out of my can of ginger ale, and I don't feel like going to the fridge to get another, so now I'm, yeah, I'm just drinking. No, but, but I think you should take a shot. <laughs> Down
0: Bottoms up, baby. <laughs> okay, that wasn't a lot of convincing. Uh,
2: yeah,
0: it was a lot more than a shot, though. <laughs> mm. Oh, good thing you like bullet.
1: Mm, yeah, there's not much left of it now. Yeah. Oh, no. Speaking of bullets, <laughs> <laughs> you're—I I
0: you're
2: don't you know straight up for yeah, the
0: um, audio I'm listeners, good. which is all of you. Chase still has a full bottle. He's doing this, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but yeah, Hunter, as you were saying, what about what about your feelings on the Bucky being underrated? Oh, I basically covered it all. Just
2: that, like, it one-shots from surprisingly long range. That I think a lot of people try to use it like a Judge or a Shorty, and both of those guns, you want to be engaging at a much shorter range than you are engaging with the Bucky, and like. It, it, the you have to realize that the Bucky due to the time between the shots, you want to be ducking and weaving rather than committing to the fight versus the judge or the shorty. So like you can peek at someone who's like I don't know ten meters away, fire off a shot, go back to cover, peek again, fire off another. Most of the time you get that kill. And I think that while I can see some merit in Cass, you know, in your idea of making the the crosshair a, a standard crosshair and going for the head. I think the circle very much helps you line it up to cover their chest, which is very, very important with the Bucky. So I firmly believe that if you're going to focus on the left-click, which I think you should, leaving the circle is optimal for the Bucky. Oh, I just aim right under neck height. Uh, That's not optimal at all if you're using left-click. Why? Doesn't that land loose on the...
0: No, 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 no. You definitely want to aim towards the upper chest. Like, you want to aim above nipples. No. Because then some of them hit the head. You want to you aim, like, center of sternum. No, you, no, 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 no. You that's want, like you want standard... maximum pellets contacting the body of the person you're shooting. No, no, no. Like, standard shotgun meta is you aim like, above nipples. But then there's a like lot of space around FPS the head ever. that stuff is missing. Yeah, but some of them hit the head. I, I suppose. Like, no, like, that, that is standard shotgun meta, like, across, like, almost any I mean, FDF. if you aim yeah.
2: at the sternum, unless you're at super close range, that, you know, that circle is, like, here. But once again, <laughs> the, the visual listeners, this listeners can't see Yeah, this, but okay, like, but, like, still I don't think, think the circle's up, man. Yeah. But like, what I'm I, saying I don't is that Ducky is effective no, like, I mean, at those kind of ranges. Maybe you don't quite get the one shot. But you're not, the same way as the Judge or the Shorty, swinging and then committing to, you know, multiple shots. You're swinging... Hit the reload as you go back into cover, swing out mm-hmm. again,
1: and uh, shoot again. But, but again, like... I mean, I will say, Hunter is the person that has the most Bucky um, success this is true. on this podcast. Yeah. And uh, he is apparently the only one that still uses the fucking circle, because fuck that shit. I, I put my normal crosshair on there. <laughs>
2: yeah, I am the experienced one here. Thank you, Chase. I appreciate that.
1: But also, yeah. I also I also think he... you're wrong cuz I put the uh I put the cir- I yeah. got rid of the circle as soon as that was a possibility in the game. I was like fuck you, I'm using my same crosshair. But yeah. Um yeah, maybe maybe it's not meta. Again, I wish I could change that for certain guns cuz
0: I think on if I like yeah, when I'm using the judge and the bucky, I definitely want main crosshair. But with the shorty, the circle might be a little better, I don't know. But I still like my regular crosshair. And it's nice, because my regular crosshair just never changes, regardless of which done I buy.
1: Um, Yeah, it's just consistency. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: But also, Hunter, how often do you get two with a buggy? A surprising
2: number of times. I have a clip from, like, the last week where I got two with a buggy.
0: Okay, okay. I I was spectating you for that clip, and I'm going to be honest, that was a skill issue on the other team's part. Fair, but, like, the whole point of eco-bias is largely either
2: you pop off or the other team has a skill issue. Like, that's how Cass. you win on
0: EgoBot. Okay. It's gold. Everyone's got a skill issue. Okay, <laughs> yeah. by the way, by the way... Well, <laughs> In the clip you're referencing, yeah. I don't believe you deserved one. I got, I got two, though. <laughs> what are you <laughs> going to say? <laughs> I will
2: say, Cass, I felt bad well, because I thought that, you know you weren't expecting the enemies to swing you from where your tp was and then you informed me after the run that like you were expecting that after the round and you you informed me that you were expecting that and just you know missed your shots entirely so, yeah. I, there's a skill issue on your part that set me up oh, to have the To uh, <laughs> <2K laughs> in the first
0: place. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I wasn't peeking down the angle. Like, I didn't know that they could see you there when you TP'd. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I fully knew that, like, I'd be fighting this angle when I TP'd back. <laughs> and I intended to fight the angle as I TP'd back. Yeah. I intentionally TP'd out of long... Uh, we're talking about A-Haven. Um, I intentionally yeah. TP'd out of the long angle into taking the duel with Short... Prior to them... Like, I saw that they crossed. And prior to them having gotten to the point where they could see my TP, I TP'd back, specifically to take that duel. Yep. And yeah, I just fucking whiffed every shot. It'd be like that sometimes. While we've been <laughs> having this
2: conversation, I decided I'd hop on tracker real quick to, to see how we compare in terms of Bucky's all-time. And <laughs> Cass, all time on your main, you have four Bucky kills, which is the same number of knife kills that you have on your main.
1: That's oh, three nice. more than I thought. That's four hundred percent my knife kills.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah Chase actually he does one have knife? one knife kill all time. I have huh. one knife kill Crazy. all time,
1: but according Chase, to Tracker,
2: but Chase has a more it missed all my other games. Yeah, Chase has a more respectable twenty-one Bucky kills. Mm. However, that is a tenth of my. I swear to God, two hundred twenty-three body
0: kills. Okay, okay, okay. Me. I was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say if you had fucking five hundred plus, I was, I might have to have no. thrown something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's still kind of. I, I mean, I guess the, I guess the gun was broken for a period of time. I'd be
2: curious to see how many of those came after that. Like never
1: been see. broken on me. Similar to a Noden.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that gun. It makes
2: no yeah, sense. I mean, I have you know. nine kills with the Bucky this act.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, and as Hunter constantly points out, every time I bitch about the Odin when I pick it up in a TDM, like, yeah, there's something to be said about how it's probably better in an actual game than it is TDM. Yeah. But I'm never gonna stoop that low to buy it in an actual game. Like, you gotta take the high road, you know? What is it that you always say when you die with the Odin
2: in hand, Cass? The gun sucks ass. There we go. That checks off another box. <laughs> I had Cass... Co- I had, uh... yeah, he, had cast he, mentioning he just, hatred of a gun. You're just wanting to take shots at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm worried that, like, a lot of the things that I put, even though they're common on the podcast, they just won't come up. <laughs> yeah. Is that what I baited you into? I admit. Yeah. Oh, is sucks ass, The what he wrote down? Well, no, I wrote, I wrote <laughs> literally, Cass mentions hatred of a gun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that, whoa, whoa, that whoa. Was, hold oh, on, I that
0: threshold a long time ago, I believe.
2: I, no, I was listening closely. You mentioned, like, how okay, there's okay, things okay, you okay, okay. other guns, but you never said yeah, okay. you really disliked a gun, until now. Okay. But,
0: but I, like, ah, I mean, okay, I guess you're saying that you baited me into that one, which, like, I de- you definitely did bait me into that one, but, like... He was on the topic of
1: how much he hates the Bucky.
0: Uh, so, I-
2: <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't directly say it. He was just talking about where to aim and like that. I may that I may be overrating it. None of that is saying that Cass hates it. That's just you know having a gentleman's mm. disagreement.
0: Maybe okay. I can see it going either way. Yeah. All right. I've heard it both ways. All right. to talk about. Now. Mm-hmm. Are there any particular? avenues of given maps that you think are in desperate need of a redesign for example on breeze <laughs> okay oh yeah um, very fair yeah but like i just for an example i was going to throw out garage split do you feel like for example that choke is just really brutal too hard to get out of or do you feel that it's you know, or, like, a main split, for example, is, like, now that they've added that high-low, that it's too easy for attackers to gain that initial angle. Like, is there any... Yeah, like, okay, I I get what you're saying with halls, and I kind of agree that that... I mean, they could have just removed that entire area of the map at this point, but... Yeah. I don't know, are there anything else that you feel like is in desperate need of a redesign?
1: I gotta, like, kind of go through the the maps mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one that's kind of, like, a minor, um, which would be Arcade on Fracture. Okay. Um, I think it's not in desperate need of a redesign, but I think that it would benefit from an incentive to go Arcade. Um, That's fair. Like, I think that the, like, the B main push, you know, can get stale. So, it would be... On attacking or defending side? I'm thinking uh, as a defender. Okay. You know, you're kind of peeking one thing. Mm -hmm. um, Or often, like, you just don't peek it and you, like, just wait for audio cues there. Sure. Um, But, like, an incentive to, like, have more people go arcade, which hasn't really changed at all when they updated Fracture. Um, I think just changing that angle around a bit might make it less stale. Of You know, you might want to push that a little bit more on, on the attack side, or maybe push that more aggressively on the defender side. Um, it's kind of just, there's a lot of avenues in right there, and it seems like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of avenues, a lot of angles, and it seems like kind of both sides are reluctant to push that, unless there's given information elsewhere. I actually really like pushing Arcade. On both both sides of the coin. And now I would
0: I'll admit it is often difficult to get in a ranked lobby your random teammates to take the zip line across to the other side of the map.
1: Yeah, That's that can just using. be the biggest uh hurdle is just like yeah. you have to take two seconds to zip line yeah, track, the round, I don't, I don't get, It seems like yeah. everyone
0: in fucking ranked does not like fighting. Uh, either arcade or dish. Yeah, I,
2: I feel like you have like a 66% chance that one of your teammates will take the zipline. But then you have a, a solid 50-50 on whether they'll insist on taking the dual dish, whether or not like the rest of your team is on B or not. Like, yeah. even if you get someone to zip line <laughs> across, chances are they're going to be like,
0: fuck, I'm taking the dish duel," And they're not going to be <laughs> with you, Arcade. Yeah, um, but yeah I, I feel like, in general, like, I think Arcade is very strong for both teams to play. Um, and it's perhaps a little underutilized, as you're saying. But I don't know if it needs to be incentivized more.
1: And I feel I think, like that's I just a I think by incentivized, make it a, a faster duel.
0: Oh, it's pretty fast if both people are looking for the duel.
1: Yeah. It just requires... Yeah, but you have a lot, like, Defender is not advantaged in that fight. What? Defender's 100% advantaged in that fight. No, there's a ramp.
0: What ramp? mother? Dude, I could be high, I could be low, I could be behind that bangable box.
1: No, no, could but be if not you're, you're going off barrier drop.
0: Yeah, dude, I take that deal with an AWP off barrier drop literally all the time. I win it a lot, too. Yeah. It's just kind yeah, of... op is less, like, height specific. Yeah, I guess op is definitely less height specific with crosshair placement. Yes.
1: But, but yeah, like, Hunter there is a ramp there from from uh Yeah, there, there's a
0: slight, There's up, a slight yeah. incline plane. Yeah. Yeah, but like if but you're, you can if you're also
2: tower. You're not really that much.
1: No, I'm talking about like we're not even getting to tower. You're swinging off that barrier like
2: Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I, I, yeah, I get yeah. that.
1: If you're you're peeking but... that angle to the other person peaking yeah, that I would angle would the Yeah.
2: That's pretty fucking risky because like if there is multiple of the enemy there then you're really screwed if you're Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah.
0: Hey. Play Jet Chamberana.
2: Yeah, and yes, then put the classic fracture on call. one of the four entrances <laughs> to the sites
0: on the map. I don't know. Well, I'm saying if he... you pick, if you pick one of those three agents, you can pick which avenue you want to play on the map.
3: Yeah.
0: Now it relies on the other team also picking said avenue. Granted, that's kind of how all duels off barrier drop work. But like, you can elect to play one of those three agents if you would like. I Understand? Given team cap restrictions, Hunter doesn't often have that choice. But um, yes.
1: Yeah, because two of given, those agents... Uh, given brain comp like decisions, I don't have that choice. Brain comp? What do you mean by that? Yeah, I just don't like those Asians play.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying any given I mean, if we're taking this from like a premiere perspective. Uh but Alex is playing right now, and I'm probably
1: playing either Jen or Chamber. <laughs> so
0: it <laughs> doesn't leave a whole lot of
1: room. But yeah. um I, anyway, I that whole like, thing was like it was yes. like a a half. I feel like it could benefit with that, but it yeah. wasn't like a this is in serious need of redesign yeah um, I, I
2: will say going back to cass 's initial question, the first site that comes up to me that is like this really needs a redesign is the newest map uh sunset b site. I feel like the massive pillar in the center of the site just makes it so much like split besides the fact that you have more variety on where to plant, but like I think the the big pillar in the center makes the site really awkward, both for defenders and attackers, and I would much prefer if there were like, you know, a couple different pieces of cover and stuff in the middle, and maybe something unique, like maybe there's a wall along one side, like, I I just feel like the way that uh, Sunset is designed, the B site is just really awkward, and I don't like it at all. And it's most reminiscent of Split, which I don't know that you can change, like, the way Split is designed without changing the entire, like, character of the map. So that's why I'm focusing on Sunset. It's like, mm-hmm. this is a new thing. Change it, please.
1: Yeah, it's not necessarily an avenue, but I agree with you. I don't, like, I feel like you hate it more than I do. Like, I'm yeah. not necessarily opposed to, to B-Site on Sunset. But I do see it. it's a little bit annoying, and it could be more interesting
2: yeah, I agree. Um, it's kind of
1: boring. I think it would be cool to have more of like a like a paintball arena style. Oh, um, yeah, a lot of so little walls and half walls. I was yeah. I, I was thinking I was thinking about
0: that as we were as Hunter was bringing that up. Um and I was thinking about it slightly differently. Um but I was thinking of like I'm assuming all of you guys have seen Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. This is another okay. example where my Christian
2: upbringing did not allow me to uh, gain the movie literacy I would have preferred. So no, I have not.
1: Your Christian upbringing didn't allow you to watch a war movie because it's rated R. I mean, you know, any
2: any rated R movie was a big deal for me to see, like all the way through high school. Is there any?
0: There's no nudity in Saving Private Ryan. Is there? I think the Bible is, about the is R more rating? graphic. Yeah, okay, I sure. I mean,
2: yes, I've read the Bible yeah, cover yeah, to cover yeah. multiple times, so yes, you're totally right about that.
0: But, like, yeah, I'm just saying how it was, not saying it was right. Okay, alright, alright, yeah. sure. Okay, but, Hunter, do you know what, uh, Normandy looked like during
1: the deed? As depicted by Saving Private Ryan. i I have an idea of
2: how it looked. It was brutal. Okay, okay. Back to
1: derailing. I'm talking about
0: all those, like, anti-beaching...
1: Yeah, the little exy, like wooden or metal, yeah, yeah. They're like metal.
0: Uh, oh god, what's that fucking game where you bounce a ball and you pick up a thing, and then like you, the next person has to bounce what? the bouncy ball and then pick up two things? I have no idea what you're
1: talking. About. You have no idea what you're
0: talking what? about. Either. Oh my god, this is like classic. We're too young to know what this is, but like, fuck, there's a there's a game where like there's like a ball you have to like throw the ball in the air, oh, bounce oh, the ball,
1: um, uh, fucking. The the, the jacks yeah jacks yeah, jacks okay. Oh, okay, so like, okay, okay. Okay. okay
0: they're like big metal jacks that yeah. like behind the beach to stop like these uh you know these boats from like beaching or like you have like an amphibious tank that can run all the way up because there are all these things loitered around there but not they would the suck okay it yeah. would suck from a gameplay perspective I'll admit but fuck it'd be kind of cool if there was just like a bunch of like half cover and everybody's just fighting from behind half cover on a site, but it's everywhere. And oh, all yeah. these- Kind
1: of be cool, like, you, like if you crouch, you're hidden, but if you stand, you're not? So you're, like, kind of crouch-walking from cover to cover and, like, yeah, yeah. peeking up over the cover or randomly? Also, I'm
0: thinking, like, well, you can't be fully hidden either. So, like, you know, like, oh, like, my leg's showing, but my head's behind cover, right? And so it's like, oh, like, does that per- does somebody who sees me try to shoot me in the leg enough times to kill me, or, like-
1: I think TTK is too fast in a game like Valorant for that to be viable. I think TTK in real life is a little bit higher. Or er, shorter. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but yeah, there's a there's a difference when you have five players on a team or 5,000 players on a team.
0: Also, in real life, you can adjust your hitbox a little better to hide behind oddly shaped cover.
2: Yeah. That's what Premier really needs a 5,000 player team. 5,000 versus 5,000. <laughs> Big team battle, battlefield style.
0: No, I just think it'd be. I admit it'd be pretty fucking frustrating from a gameplay perspective, but I think it'd be so cool if there was just a bunch of that random cover in odd shapes, kind of like a sculpture garden-esque thing, uh, in which, like, you might not be able to fully hide your hitbox, but you could hide parts of your hitbox, uh...
2: Well, Cass, if that was the case, you know what two guns would be really buffed by that that you absolutely hate? Ares and Odin? Odin and Judge. Both of those would be really good. <laughs> Judge, you can camp right next like- to it and shoot people's Be Odin just from a distance.
0: No, but the almost. idea is you can't like. But the defender can't, can't be hiding close. either. Yeah, the defender has, is going to have a nightmare closing that gap. The yeah, Odin would it, be it, must- it,
2: if the defender does close that gap. Gap and is hiding by that you know little cutout. No, but I'm saying there's feet?
0: no there, there's no true hiding. Like oh, okay, you can okay. see you can see anyone because you can't fully be covered.
2: I was imagining there was like a piece of full cover next to the the, the piece. That the,
0: mm-hmm. you know? No, no, I'm it's saying true. there's no full cover whatsoever. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's fair. Let's take it's this a step further.
1: Cover. I yep. think that Valorant could release a game mode that, that Hunter was talking about. That is a uh, uh, 5,000 Vandal users um, raiding a beach with uh, with a cliff face, uh, yeah. where 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 there are 100 Odin users. Yeah.
2: <laughs> The, the, the uh, Vandal user win rate would be 2%. No better than that.
0: I mean, there are a couple people that are going to hit some crack shots.
2: I'm assuming that when you're in the water and or hitting the, you know, the jacks that are in the water, as, as yeah. you were describing, you're not fully accurate during that time. Like, you have to oh, get yeah. to the oh, beach, beach before you're Yeah, yeah, when day. you're on the beach, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like, the, yeah. I mean
0: what, what's the, yeah, like, when D-Day happened, like, yeah, like, most people, I don't know what the stats are, actually. But, like, quite a few people didn't even make it to the beach. You're right. Yeah, Odin uh, technology most.
2: did not exist in World War II. <laughs> so, like, one-third of the Vandal users are making it to the beach without
0: being gunned down yeah. by Odins. That's a, that's how I feel like this would play out. I don't know, but there are 5,000 Vandal users. I mean, somebody's oh, gonna hit a... Somebody, okay, if all yeah. 5,000 people just full sprayed inaccurately, somebody's getting head-tapped. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. Wait. Oh, just just to be
2: clear, you said five thousand vandal versus five thousand Odin, right?
1: No, he no, said like a hundred. Oh, yeah, 100. I said like hundred Odin. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. I I misheard that. Uh, yeah. My statement previously about the two percent is wrong. It would. Yeah. I think the Odin users would still be favored, but it would it would be much closer.
0: Oh, but you got to reload the Odin.
1: Fair. like fair. You got you got hundred bullets. You know.
0: I mean, like. Yeah. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to try out, you
2: know? <laughs> but... Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much farther... It's like it in uh, Civilization 5 more. and 6 where they have these scenarios mm-hmm. where, you know, you reenact historical moments. Valorant should do that.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. If, that if only thing. then there was a character in the game whose, all like, all of their siblings had, like, died in previous rounds. <laughs> and so there was, like, a special task force that you could spawn in as that was, like, required to go and extract... The one, like, remaining sibling from the arena. (laughs) Saving
2: Private uh, (laughs) Private Riot in Valorant,
1: Well, Saving Private Riot. Private Riot is what I was trying to say, yeah. (laughs) Okay, but when Chase initially brought
0: up the 5,000 Vandal users, and then, like, I hadn't heard the rest of that statement, I thought he was going more with, like, the Civil War thing of... Open field. There is absolutely no cover. <laughs> five thousand vandal users. Five thousand phantom users.
1: <laughs> yeah. Phantoms have more bu- more bullets, right? Yeah. Yeah, phantoms. <laughs> but like by five, but they can't head that.
2: But by five for each mag, assuming that they're yeah, 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 five five for each mag.
1: But like you, yeah. you expect that you're going to survive a reload. I don't think they expect <laughs> <Well>, some <that laughs> people in were, the Civil mean, War. <laughs>
0: Like well, but The, thing, so, but, the I best
1: mean, Vandal
2: users in the game are going to be running out of bullets. and Well, actually the second best Vandal users in the game. because The best <laughs> Vandal users in the game are just to be head-tapping, but the second best <laughs> are going to be getting kills but requiring a lot of bullets downrange to do so, and those guys are going to be running out of bullets before the Phantom users do.
0: That's kind of how I'm looking at this. Mm-hmm. But well, do you know? Um... Okay, but if you think about it, the Phantom needs two bullets per person to kill. The Vandal needs one bullet per person. Yeah. Optimally. So that 25 round mag can get 25 kills.
1: Yeah, that but if you're, going, if you're going 25 for angels. one, you've done your job.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you <can> die after <laughs> that. You don't have to even reload.
0: <laughs> don't even reload, you just throw your gun on the ground and just, I got mine. like, yep, I'm yep. out.
1: <laughs> That's like the fucking, like, Nordic skier or whatever that, like, when the Russians invaded, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, 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 I do know.
0: <laughs> some random ass hunting rifle and yeah,
1: yeah, and they went like fifty to one, like fifty Ooh. Russians to one skier shooter guy. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, some some, Germans, some right? history buff. <laughs> but, well no, this is this is like some like Scandinavian country. Oh oh I see, I see.
0: Okay. Going back to Valorant here. Hunter was talking about B-Site sunset. Yeah. Which I think Sites are fair. We can include those in the conversation here. But um, I don't like the avenue to B-Site.
1: I don't like the avenue to B-Site
0: either, yeah. From either side of the equation. I don't like it on defense. I don't like it on attack. And I think part of the issue is... I believe, in theory, both people can sneak a person to behind whatever that cover is on either side. Not right. even in theory, especially from attacking. Like, you can just peek from either side. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure on defense, what I'm saying is you can sneak somebody across that angle. Yeah, definitely. Without also. the attackers yeah. getting being able to get audio they cues, stuck, like you're anything. Stuck unless you're Jet. Or Actually, Jet can get stuck, too. Chamber can trying to sort of play the angle, he can't peek on the other side of that box. He has to peek close side. Which, I about,
2: if you sneak someone there on the defense, and that person has an outlaw in hand, now if the attackers are fast pushing, you have more or less a Bucky. We'll, we'll see how much more or less that is. And then, if they're not there, now you can flank with the equivalent of a Marshall. Possibly a little bit better, depending on how good it is. Alright, but either way,
0: I don't like it.
1: I think it feigns complication. Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> like, like it pretends to be like a really unique and cool avenue with a lot of shit going on, but really it just ends up being an off-barrier, like, peek me or don't.
0: because yeah, I feel like you have to, both sides have to aggress perhaps farther than you'd like, and then I feel like on both sides of the equation, somebody can get to somewhere where you, like, and this could be just, like, a new... Like, the map's kind of new. I haven't played that angle all that often. But I feel like on both sides of the equation, it's like, what the fuck? You can be there? And there's no indication? Like a there's state. not that much space. PH.
1: Like, there's not that much... No, there's but just, not... like,
0: where exactly? Because like when you're peeking out... Like, when you peek an angle, right? You have an expected idea of where someone could be. Yeah, right? you're saying there's too many expected places? Yeah, so it's, it's like, there's... Not so much there's too many expected places. It's just, like... It seems like people can always be farther up. And so, I like, I peek past them if I'm slicing the pie, right? Yeah. Like, I I'm think... peeking what okay. I think is the reasonable place they could be. And I swing past because they're farther up on both sides of the equation. Um, and again, that could just be a recency thing. I haven't played that angle all too much. But I, I feel like it would be made better by being a slightly longer avenue with a different styled cover metric, as in neither team could for free get across the initial angle. And if you want to get across, there's a util trade on both sides of the equation. If you want to cross as a defender, and you want to cross for free, or well, I guess it wouldn't be for free at this point. Well, yeah, if you want to cross and very safely, like you're going to have to use util to do that. And from attackers, if you want to enter very safely, you have to use util to do that. And I think that that would be a much more interesting angle because you could gamble on the fact that they're not there and you're just going to take this space off barrier drop. Um, or you'd be forced to expend some utility to guarantee this area of the map. Instead of it being way more coin flippy, in my opinion.
2: Personally, when I when I look at it, I like the initial fights going on. The fact that like the attackers could have a lurk there who gets to the corner without the de- without the defense being able to see, and the fact that the de- that the defense could push past the box to the far corner with like a judge or whatever. Um. But I person. But you know, after that. I have a problem with the site itself. Like I think it's good that if you if you compare the site to Split, which I think it's the most similar to, you know, Split off Barrier Drop, there's one angle where the attackers and defense can duel, which is, you know, down the line between uh, you know, the angle. Um whereas with Sunset as we've been discussing, there's a potential for both sides to, you know, move up to close positions uh that isn't there on Split. And I think that's good. I think that's good variation. My problem is that like from there you know, getting to site itself. It's just the pi- the huge pillar in the middle is very boring, very reminiscent of Split, and very awkward to deal with. So I personally like the fact that it's different, even though I acknowledge that what you're saying, Cass, you know, it, it is weird, it is different, but I think it's good variation.
0: Mm, I like... So I'm with... Okay, I definitely, see, I definitely see where you're coming from, as in, like, there's some variation to it. It's not as samey as it could be. Yeah. But... I, I think the way to look at it would be, like, if you look at Split B Garage, and there's an avenue that you could push through on either side and have some cover, once you push through, and then you could possibly double-face, um, like, a, a defender or an attacker, I think that would make it way more interesting. And if you took that concept and applied it to... Um, to that angle, I think that would be a better avenue, right? Like, I like the idea mm-hmm. that someone can cross and peek from a different angle. I think that's very cool. Yeah, I don't like the idea that someone can cross and peek from a different angle for free. If you're going to omen TP across an angle to get that advantage, I think that's fair. Someone without a going, can't do it. You have to have an yeah. Movement. If you're going yeah. to flash that angle to allow someone to cross. While the area's flashed or whatever. I think that's fair. Um, if you're going to, like, Astro Recall or something. Right? Like, what's often done on, on Pearl B. Long, right? That Astro Recall. Or you pop a Cypher Cage or, or that Viper Orb. Um, like, I think that way makes for way more... You know... Or that makes for a better gameplay scenario. In which... You can peek from the other side of this cover. If you don't have movement ability, you might not be able to do it as freely. And you have to, and like, even with the movement ability, there's a little quid pro quo of of trading util. Right, right. And I think that that makes for better gameplay.
2: But to be fair, like, on Split, you could do that as well. Like, Yoru could TP across Garage and, like, get there before anyone could peek him. Like, I feel like it's good that this map has the ability where you don't have to use util there, because I feel like there are other sites where you don't have to do that. I mean, fucking but Ascent A site, you could Omen or Yoru TP to whine before the enemy sees you, and then, you know, all of a sudden now you have a different setup than people are used to.
0: Yeah, but uh, I'm saying with, like, with, with B-Garage, like, right? if Yoru utp is across the angle, or Omen TP is across the angle to get into that cubby, you can't double-face now that you've done that. Because the person who duels for main you're not going to be able to trade them. Oh, no, you the there's a different, different angle. Yeah, yeah the person okay, from main might be able to trade you if someone swings in to take the duel with you when they know that you're in that cubby or whatever. Okay, the, the way that I see it is, like, if you're looking at, like, a main ascent, right? Yeah. We're, uh, from the attacker perspective, we're right off barrier drop, Omen can TP across that angle. hmm And then can... Double face with someone swinging from wherever that common one way goes. Right, right, right. Assuming the one way isn't there. Right. You could then double face that main angle. Uh, same, same idea with somebody TPing to wine. Um, wine can double face with the main defender uh, as someone pushes up to orb or whatever. Like I, I, I like that because you can't, you can't just run to wine for free. Right. If burn. somebody immediately swings the angle. Right, you can bank on them not immediately swinging the angle and get to wind for free, but I feel like that—that's a way more interesting gameplay loop than just, oh well, they could be on the other side of this, and I have no way of knowing. Yeah,
2: and and that's where I kind of come back to um, the whole idea of the site being different because I think that you know, if you look at even though both attackers and defense have the same possibility, the the, the chance to park someone at a position without being seen by the other side off barrier drop on B site. Um, It definitely favors the defenders because the attack, you know, you could park someone there and then maybe the defenders never push out and you're planning on going to the other site and then now all of a sudden, you know, you've been kind of worthless for the round. Um, So it definitely favors the defenders there and, like, I get what you're saying, but, like, to me, the fact that the defenders have to invest all this util in clearing out that close left as the attackers are coming on to... You know that central lobby area, and then like the plant is so weird after that, like that's really what gets me like I totally understand what you're saying of you wanting there to be a movement ability required to get to have that double phase potential uh I just feel like it's good that it's different, and the problem lies elsewhere on the map so we are probably gonna have to agree to uh disagree here, but like
3: yeah
0: I'm, I'm seeing where you're at, okay, just going back to you thinking that it feels the same as split, I feel like the the main difference here is when you properly split B site on split. As soon as you lose heaven control, anybody on B site is basically fucked. At least that's you true. should be, yeah. Right. Whereas anybody playing B site when the on sunset when the team splits through market is not necessarily fucked. That's true, and I feel Doesn't like that's the a big way. difference. Yeah. Is holding market control while very valuable is not as valuable as holding B-Heaven Control. And I feel like that's the main difference between the sites. I think that's fair. I, I would agree with that.
1: Yeah. You got anything, Chase? No, to be honest, I uh, left for a while to go take a piss and then my headset died while I was doing that, so I just missed the full first half of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no.
2: laughs>
3: Oh, no.
1: And then since then I've been staring at the bike that's been up on my screen for the whole, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole oh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
0: Alright, well, Hunter, do you have any... Oh, I guess Hunter mentioned B-Site. Jace mentioned Arcade. I brought up some the Avenue to
1: Sunset. I'm just trying to think of other maps. Um, Haven's great. Ascent is Ascent. Um, Pearl, I actually I quite like a and B was just redesigned. I don't like B links on Pearl. I was thinking kind of the same thing B link could be um Yeah, like it seems like if you're going to aggress as an attacker into B links, you kind of just have to get a timing. It's, um, it's like
2: so incredibly like malleable, you know? Like it's such a small Yeah, it's just
1: point very the holdable way. from defender side yeah. and from, yeah. like multiple different spots like you're really putting yourself in a bad position by, like, dry-peaking that angle. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, I feel like either dry-peaking or, like, needing to, like, put utility, which tells you, like, exactly where you're coming from, into an avenue is not necessarily the best. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I feel like that could be redesigned so that it gives it a little bit more from attacker side. But then I guess you could just say, like, mid is that.
0: Yeah, I mean, because mid feels, at least on Pearl, mid feels very difficult to contest from the defender side.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like you're giving attackers, like, the mid first area, and then, mm -hmm. like, defenders have links there. Yeah. But then, like, it's become meta in a way to just give attackers all of it.
0: I like, feel like you'd try to somewhat hold art.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm talking from... There was, like, the whole pro-meta shift where people were, like, holding spawn. They are like, oh, holding, oh, like, yeah, uh, I mean, like, sewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they're yeah. like, just fuck mid in general. Attackers can have all of mid. And yeah. we'll just hold the, like, entrances to site.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and you might have Sentinel Utility and links just, uh, like, as forewarning. Right. Yeah. Well, see, yeah,
0: I think the idea being there is, like, someone can hold... Not art, but, like, art to a site. A site, yeah. And then someone can be holding main, and then someone can be holding B-links, and someone can be holding B-long, and then the only uncovered avenue is that crouch-sewers thing to spawn. So yeah, you so just you put just put one some, person there. And
1: that one's obviously super-favored for whoever's not crouched and coming through sewers. Yes. Um, yeah. Huh, which you're saying crouch-peeking at
0: a certain angle is, like, really bad, right? Yeah. Shouldn't that make deadlock Nade, like, kinda good, then?
2: I guess in that one specific scenario, sure. Is
1: the no, Deadlock meta fucking... on D- no, no, meta he's Pearl? saying in general because, yeah, Deadlock May makes you crouch and so does Sewers on Pearl makes you crouch, so therefore they must be equivalent.
2: <laughs> yeah, one of the topics that I don't think is really worth discussing, discussing further because it's so ridiculous, but that I have thought about is, like, how would the meta change of Valorant if you could pick different, like, at the side flip of attack versus defense, you could pick different agents. Because I definitely do think on certain maps, Pearl being perhaps one of them, uh, Deadlock would get more play if you could play her only on defense and not on offense.
1: What? I heard that?
0: What? Oh, I see what you're saying because you want flank watch.
2: Well, because yeah, because I think as offense, flank watch. If someone pushes out fast and like you know walks past your trips, you could get absolutely fucked because you don't know mm-hmm. they don't trigger the trip. But like yeah. for defense, just the stall potential, like the orb wall is really good. And for the exact scenario you're saying of being able to make people crouch in some cases is really nice. Like I saw a crazy clip on YouTube of someone who was playing deadlock and like they had a uh, crouch nade for the bomb and they were really good with the sheriff to the point where they knew where someone's head would be if they were crouched while defusing the bomb. So they got the headshot through a smoke because they were like pre-aimed in the right spot due to the fact that they were already crouched
1: while defusing the bomb.
2: Well, yeah, I but wait, get, so they, they tap get that it and moved. get off. And yeah, so if like someone taps it, you know blade. your name going to catch them.
1: Yeah, okay, and so then they can just kind of go along one line of exactly. where could they yeah. be diffusing? Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Right, right, versus having the two of, well, did they fake or, or are they actually there? So,
0: yeah. like, you know, I, I think that... Okay, but also, yeah, I was, I was totally just making a joke out of that. So obviously you're not fucking peeking an angle. When you're deadlock deadlocked. Well, I, I I agree. I knew that you were joking. I was just saying that that's a yeah. somewhat unrelated thing that I've been. I'm not going to crouch like walk into the angle.
1: Would deadlock just be better if it were a stun?
0: Oh yeah, no, sure. definitely, hundred percent. It's 100%? a mechanic
1: that's already in the game. It's oh, easy. Yeah. Just I mean, make Deadlock's it a throwable fucking,
0: stun. Uh, it's it's worse than it's worse stun. than neon stun for sure. I mean, yeah, but like that's fine.
1: Yeah, you can have the worst, uh, worst version of the same thing. Yeah. Right? Phoenix's wall
0: is a worse wall. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, Harbor Wall is better and Viper Wall is better. Yes. And that that's fine. She could have a worse stun. That's fine.
1: Yeah, the crouch mechanic is worse than the stun, even. So,
0: yeah. yeah. I, oh man. I mean like I'm, I'm on both sides of the coin on this, but I find it so funny when people mauled about getting killed by someone who's or like one tapped by someone who's stunned. Yeah. Me included, I mauled when I Yeah, I mauled one tapped. But, like, but, stunned. but that's like, the one accurate shot that you get. So even, yeah, I mean when your crosshair is still swaying a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah um yep. Yeah, just be like that sometimes now if that person then goes and one taps like three of us as we all swing the angle together it's like okay that's a little like ah fuck you that's kind of dumb at that point you're wondering if it's song
2: playing on and all yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) um but yeah I had somewhere I was going and then I kind of forgot where I was going as Chase was talking about that so don't really know where I'm going at this point yeah what were we talking about Oh, yeah, we're talking about the Crouch Peak and that angle from Pearl or whatever. Yeah. Um, Avenues. Yeah, I feel like the only thing about that, though, is, like... That does kind of rely on you having faith in everybody being able to hold their avenue on their own. And then also, as Hunter was talking about, like, between, you know, like, switching agents as you swap sides... um. I mean, first of all, I would definitely trade Jet and Chamber, attack and defense. Most likely. Might depend on how I'm feeling, but, like, 90% of the time I feel like I would. Um, But I think that could add some interesting agent diversity into the game, but would also be very stupid. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, Like, you don't get to play, you don't get to have the advantages of Cypher and Slash Killjoy on defense. And then all the benefits of playing Phoenix on attack. Mm-hmm. It would definitely oh, yeah, change would up the meta of the game, but like, because that that's
1: like that's a huge
0: quid pro quo on on which agent you
1: play is. Yeah, you would just play like, uh, what, Cipher on defense, and actually, I don't know. Well, you'd probably see a bunch of flopping between Sentinels and Duelists. Sentinel-Duelists, yeah. And then you'd have to,
0: I mean, I guess also have people that play both Sentinels and Duelists.
1: I was going to say Jet on attack, but then Jet's also busted on defense, so, like, fuck that. Yeah, but also, but, like, I can play chamber on defense.
2: Yeah, yeah. as you're as you're mentioning this, guys, I'm thinking of baseball, which is a sport that I very loosely follow. But, like, my understanding yeah. is that, in most cases, the pitcher has to also, you know, be at bat.
1: And Depends which league you're playing in. Yeah, really? Yes.
2: American League, you don't American have to.
0: League? National League, you do.
2: Okay. Well, well, we'll go with National League here. At that point, like you know, if you have a really good pitcher, like you feel like your pitcher is top three in the National League, like you probably don't really care how good they are at bat because, like you know, they're at they're pitching far more than they're batting, and if they fuck up most of the time at batting, oh well, you know, their their pitching makes up for that.
1: No, so like, oftentimes you just tell them to like take a strikeout. Yeah, like don't swing.
0: Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I, I, or, that's Yeah, go for a walk need. or bunt, bunt to yeah. advance a runner. Like yeah. if you got a runner on second base or like on first yeah. base, like just take a like sack bunt.
1: They, the yeah, yeah, it, that's, but, that's all
0: knowledge yeah. I didn't have.
1: But like, yeah, that, I like he, mo- most of the time when your pitcher comes up, it's a free out for the yeah. fielding team.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, but like, I was thinking that that would be similar in Valorant, that, like, if you had someone who was, the first person that comes to mind is Nats, someone who's, like, really, really good at, like, Cypher, for example. Yeah. And, like, you know, they just have to be somewhat okay at an offensive agent, but, like, you know, you're really counting them on, you're really counting on them popping off on the Cypher on defense. And then they can, you know, f-
1: fill based on your team comp on offense.
0: Okay, but then there's Shohei Otani.
1: Well, I was saying at that point, you might as well just have him on the cipher on defense or on offense. Yeah, because like, fuck it, he's doing a reasonable job and he's still providing utility. You need somebody. Like, the problem is if somebody's fucked at both. Mm-hmm. But on different agents, right? Yeah. AKA the
0: Shohei Otani.
1: Yeah. So is that a a pitcher who can bat? Oh, he's the best
0: batter in the league, okay. and he's arguably the best pitcher in the league. I had heard his name, and I was kind of okay. guessing. He might he might not be the best. Like you could make an argument that he's not the best at either of them, but he's fucking top five he's in, in, in the argument in both for them. both. Which is... yes, yeah. he is in the running okay. for both of them. Good. To um. Know. He's he's uh, a that, that that's yeah that's out of the question. But like yeah, you have someone who's absolutely disgusting at playing a not jet duelist, right? Yeah, and then also fucking insane at playing a sentinel? Like, that's not... That's just not fair. Yeah. And I guess you could make the argument that, like, having duelists when you're on defense is still very nice. Because duelists are the people who are good at pushing and taking space. And there are times on defense when you need to push and take space. Um, retakes for one. Also just denying area to the attacking team. So, like... If you have an insane raised player, you might still want to have them be on raise when you're on fucking defense, too.
2: Yeah, my, my gut thought with this would be that like this, the meta in this case, if this were allowed, would be double Duelist on offense and double Sentinel on defense, counting Viper as a Sentinel. Okay. That, that would be my thought. And not counting Chamber as a Sentinel, necessarily, unless you have a really good Chamber player.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could just say the same thing, but then saying like excluding your chamber or viper player, they would be a separate yeah, that, entity. That's, that's yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And deadlock I mean, because like, he sucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, hunter and I. Why like, we did this on bind the other day? Um. uh when he played, he played viper on, he played viper on, or oh, not bind. Fucking breeze. Hunter played viper on breeze, and I played cipher. Um, and it's just like. You got double sentinel. Yeah, basically, and basically you got double both sites. Both sites are gonna fucking suck for you to hit. And that's what we're going with. Fuck right. you, take mid. And then ideally, it'd be nice if the chamber on our team was. He was quite good. I can't no, make chamber any. Chamber was really good. That. It was the Chamber was, was really good. Yeah, the Rhino was dog shit. But like, it would have yeah. been nice if you know the other two players on our team were really good at holding down mid. Just thought, but. Yeah, it was basically just a haha fuck you, you're not taking A site, you're not taking B site. You got to at least at the very least split into them, right? Which I feel like on most maps would actually yeah, be quite strong like on Ascent. Uh if you could play Killjoy B, Cypher A.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I guess like you might need to flip-flop them around a little bit uh, cuz I I guess the problem that Cypher has more more so compared to Killjoy is uh once you know what cipher setup is, there are very few trips in the game that are truly...
1: You have to hit...
0: The, yeah, like, you have to hit this trip to break it. And then even then, there's probably a Sova lineup. Hold up. Right, Does Yeah. This is mm-hmm.
2: relatively recent news. It was seven hours ago as of when the podcast hit. Did you hear about the the Cypher tripwire change? No. So people are reporting who have access to whatever the current build is that has like the new skins and ISO and all that, that cypher trips have been buffed so that they literally have to be one end of them has to be shot in order for them to be broken. So if a sky dog goes into them and then like, you know, just jumps forward and expires, that cypher trip is still active. Someone goes through and they're a fucking dumbass and they don't shoot it and they get like the, you know, the penalty of being hit. That cypher trip is still active. Like, that's the buff that people are reporting from the latest
0: beta.
1: I mean, if that's true, that's huge. for huge! It really is,
0: yeah. Because that was the most obnoxious thing in the fucking world, is, of course they're gonna skydog into sight. Mm -hmm. And now, there's only one way I can safely break the skydog, which is, smoke off the angle myself, with my cage, and spam that skydog down. But I have to spam the Sky Dog down through a smoke. Now, number one, I'm shooting fucking bullets. If you then swing through that smoke, I don't have my accuracy. Um, number two, I have to hit a Sky Dog through a smoke. Yeah. And, like, it's basically just, like, if you Sky Dog onto, onto site, which um, Sky Dog is the right height to hit the unjumpable trips. And then yeah. also kill trips. Like, Sky dog's gonna hit those, too. I'm not placing any head height trips. That's kind of... dumb. Right, right. At least with the jumpable trips, if you jump them, I get an audio cue.
1: If I'm in range. Yeah, but you don't get an audio cue for crouchable.
0: Yeah, I don't get an audio cue for crouchable trips, so I'm not gonna throw any of those. Um, That's
1: actually fucking massive.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've
1: literally talked about that as a buff to Cypher on the podcast before. Yeah, fuck Prowlers, fuck Skydog. Yeah, I was talking to the
2: cast, and he was like, Man, this gets screwed by a skydogarist or a fade prowler, and that's mm-hmm. not gonna happen so much anymore, particularly in the in the trips that Cass was using, which were like on Breeze B site, where you can't, you know, the trips aren't right in the choke. Like you have to swing all the way out on the site
1: to shoot those trips. Now who's reporting this? Because how is it possible that we have not heard of this leak? Uh I will send you the Twitter Twitter post
2: I'm seeing. This is like it's not even in English. But, like, it looks like people are just experimenting with
0: shit. I'll, I'll put it in That's clips insane. and highlights. That's
2: insane. Like, that,
0: that is the buff Cypher needed.
2: Yeah. I, I just posted it now. with
0: Killjoy. Like, that is... It's wild. pretty massive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be nuts. Yeah, I mean, holy shit. Yeah, people posted because, that yeah, on Reddit or, and
2: Twitter both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, it because was seven our, hours before the pod, so it's yeah. fairly, you know, early breaking news. huh. Okay. All of this pod won't come out until Monday, so we'll probably know whether yeah. or not it's a fact by the time this podcast releases.
0: Yeah, I was just say, we'll also probably know a lot more about the outlaw by the time this podcast releases. But yes,
1: whether it's in the game, yeah, or not. yeah, yeah. You no, know, we're a... currently recording this podcast on the twenty sixth, being Thursday, before this podcast right, releases. Right. So yeah, so okay, there's but... a good chance of a good bit of what we're saying is totally
2: wrong. <laughs> like that's the uh, thing is, is, that a is that a shot? Is <laughs> that yeah, is that a shot? Yeah. <laughs> is that on your list?
1: No, yeah, no. I obviously not. Unfortunately,
2: no. Because I... Well, there's one thing on my list that's no, similar no, to no, that, no, but not no, quite. No, yeah, nothing, no, list. no, 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 nothing.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't intentionally trying to hit things that are on Hunter's list, but, like, I might have to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. There, um, there are two more but, things on the list that are you-specific, Cass, I will say.
1: Yeah, so I was browsing thought. the Reddit the other day, yeah. and
2: uh, <laughs> that's not actually a thing. But if so, cast would have to actually say it. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh,
0: right. So as I was browsing Reddit the other day,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, I will no, say I'll Cass, just, okay. There are
0: two things that you've
2: uh-huh. said on previous podcasts that are on this list. So like, you have a decent shot of saying them if you just <laughs> think about them.
1: I, I think whatever. don't don't even try. Yeah, if it yeah. Work, it it just, if it, if yeah, it, no, works, yeah. it
0: works, it works. You know. Um, no, I just want to go back to that that cipher thing because there are a few properly unbreakable trips, um, and the thing with those is it was very readily clearable by the other team sending in a sky prowler, sending in a sky dog. Um, also, like Yoru decoy. Yeah. Like any of the annoying things that can get highlighted by your trips and then break your trip and then you don't you just don't get that having to actually shoot it out is huge. It really is. Because yeah. some of them when the sky dog or the fade prowler or whatever goes through that trip, right? Some of them are gonna be in areas where the people as they're pushing onto site are gonna be able to identify where they are and shoot them. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But from the very, like, that one that is right up against that initial avenue, you're gonna have to swing in pretty far into a lot of situations before you can shoot that. And some of them, you don't get to shoot for free. And so that's huge that, like, I'm at least gonna, like, even if you know where they are, I'm gonna get a very brief highlight. And I now have the knowledge that you're coming because Sky, or the Sky Dog hit it or whatever. I guess the next question is, though, is say skydog is currently caught by that trip. Mm-hmm. Did someone freely passed through that while sky is skydog is caught. From the clips that I was
2: seeing uh, yes, it only affects one person at a time. Yeah. So like if someone's following the skydog, that's that's the, the move, but like at that point that kind of comes back to something we said in the previous podcast or I said specifically about like the Iso wall, which is that any sort of stall utility which would obviously be triggered by a skydog going into sight would make that very difficult for the, uh... attackers to, you know, follow up the Skydog.
0: Yeah. But there aren't... I mean... If I'm following up a Skydog... and it's not a Killjoy Molly that's already on the ground... I'm probably through there before a Brimstone Molly lands. Or before you can... pull out your Brimstone Molly and fire it. I'm probably through there before a... I mean, maybe Sage Slow comes up in time. Um before I, uh, like, an Ashra, can suck that off. Um, I don't know, I, I feel like if you are following up a Skydog, you might not
1: give the enemy team time to throw that utility down. I mean, breaking news from the Discord, uh, Alex, aka Kotaro, says, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, bruh, that can't be real. Yeah. <laughs>
2: About the Cypher change, I, I posted the Twitter link in the, in the, in our personal, private Discord.
0: Where did you... Oh, it would be exclusive. exclusive. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exclusionary. Yeah. That's insane, though. I think think it's interesting Mm -hmm. that it's not exactly what we were talking about where, like, multiple people can be caught. But it's like saying, yeah, one person can be caught at one time. And then, like, it would reset.
2: Right, that, that's what I'm saying. The, the, what, yeah. what i was trying
1: to say, unless I said it
2: incorrectly, is that like you have to shoot the cipher trip to break it; otherwise, it does not break.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I yeah. like I understand, but it's saying like it's inactive while somebody is currently caught in it, or something is currently which, caught is, in
2: which it. is true in yeah. the current game as well. You know, if a sky dog is in the cipher trip and someone's right behind the sky dog, they're not also caught by the
1: trip. Well, obviously, but then they would never be caught by the trip, so it doesn't fucking matter. Right, right, right. Yeah. So so, as soon as somebody hits the trip, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, Right? But you're saying that like it would come back had if they don't break one side of it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, which is most prevalent for like prowlers or dogs. Yes. Or Yoru clone.
0: I will say. Well I don't don't play. Maybe maybe Phoenix
1: alt and I don't
0: have a cage and I don't want to duel the Phoenix even though he's highlighted.
1: Because he's altered. Yeah, Cass was, yeah, Cass I mean, was Phoenix in
0: yeah. all probably shoot that.
2: Cass talking about, like, oh, well, you know, if I'm behind a sky dog, I'm going to immediately, you know, go through. But, like, the the way I'm looking at it is that if I am a brim on sight, and my cypher has a trip across the angle, one that's not shootable from the angle itself, um, you know, I have my molly out, or I'm about to whip it out, as soon as I hear a sky dog, like, launching, as soon as I hear the guy start her dog... And so the moment she hits the trip, I'm eating that Molly. The whole team is not going to be across that trip by the time that the dog yeah. is done, and like that separate, you know, that breaks up the team and allows me to potentially get some mad kills there um, on the person who now is, you know, crossed through the smoke, crossed through the uh, tripwire, and now is looking back at the tripwire to break it. Well, I'm shooting them in the head with an Odin. Because that's how I play for him. So, like, I, I feel like this is an actually massive buff, even given the way that it seems to be working, That not catching no, multiple people at once.
1: Well, you're, also, Cass Ka- was I, talking about, you know, shooting the dog while he's, like, you know, when, when it's going and then you're inaccurate. Right. But I'm still shooting that dog as soon as it gets pinged by the by the Cypher Trip, because yeah. that means less time before it resets. And if you, sh- like, kill that dog immediately, then you might catch somebody off guard trying to follow up the Sky Dog, and True. then also True. catch them.
0: Maybe. The the one thing that I'm thinking of, though, is I don't always have a smoke on that angle as the sky dog comes through. If there's no smoke on the angle, and maybe I got my cages set up in a particular manner to, like, one-way certain stuff, or I'm keeping one in my back pocket and I don't have time to throw it, um, might be a little bit risky to just swing out and try to shoot the sky dog. I have that. All the fucking time when I'm playing Cypher. Like, there's so many games where it's like, I set up a trip so that I can get a kill off of the Cypher trip as people run into it. And then, I just don't get to do that. Because either the angle I would be swinging from is being spammed, or it's too dangerous of a swing to to take because there are people behind it that are going to be staring at the angle or whatever. Um, and then other people on my team get the kills and then I'm at the bottom of the scoreboard. Cass, I will say, this is not necessarily
2: a traditional skill issue. This is a strategy issue, and it comes down to you not buying an Odin. <laughs> in which case, you could quickly delete the Sky dog and delete the people who are pushing behind it.
0: Like I said earlier, I'm not going to stoop that well.
2: Nah, nah, you're just bad with an Odin. You try to use it in DDMs, and you mold when you don't get kills with it, and therefore you never use it in comp. You would use it if you were good with it. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, see? There we go. I just validated your whole point. But I wouldn't use a shotgun if, even if I were good with it. False. You Except were, for the shorty. If you were good with the
1: shotgun, you would still use it. <laughs>
2: Next
0: podcast, we talk um, about how much you're loving the outlaw <laughs> which
1: yeah, is a shotgun. It's literally a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I, I went and it's in look, the, it's in the sniper rifle The category. fucking shotgun, for sure. Yeah. It's in yeah. the sniper
0: rifle category. Mm. It's got a scope. <laughs> it's a skill. It's a high-skill weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably. I don't know. We Let's don't see. actually Let's know. See. Yeah. <laughs> the shorty is the only acceptable shotgun. Yeah,
2: because you can use it
1: to your advantage.
2: Yeah, I mean, the shorty is not a high-skill weapon by any means.
0: Yeah, no. i got to close the gap. Slash.
1: No. I, bucky, I, in the I, instance. I was going to say, yeah. Slash,
0: I have to convince them to close the gap on me. <laughs> exactly. That's Ergo high-skill weapon. Judge.
1: Yeah. Ergo up um. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Alright, well that's about all I got, unless you guys got anything. You I have want one to talk about. super
2: fast point that I doubt you guys will have much to say. I just wanted to do this as a PSA to all of the members of our Discord, which is that for those who didn't hear, Riot is changing the name change system, which affects me about seven times as much as it affects Chase and Cass. Uh where you can change your name after November twentieth once a year or pay riot $10 for each name change on top of that. I've changed my name like 10 times since I like started playing the game, whereas Cass and chase have barely changed theirs at all. So that affects me much more. But like for those of you in the discord now, you know, don't, you know, by the time November 20th rolls around, have a name you like, because you're going to have to pay 10 bucks to change it unless you want to change
0: it a year later. I know that you can change names.
1: Yeah. I don't know how to do that. You, still have, I have have to do I you still have to log into the Riot client or like the your Riot yeah. account on your browser yeah. to change your name. Mm. Like you can't do it through Riot client or through uh through Valorant. You well, have to go to steps. your browser sign ID in to sign in. You sign in. Yeah. You change your name. You change your name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: Um
2: And so I the only
1: reason I did that was to add D V P before my name for the uh for Premiere. Right, right. I like people thinking I'm a bit of a wild card. I don't like it because the other everybody else in the lobby is DVP blank, and then it just have the salad sauce. Yeah, but maybe maybe I want to the
0: literal members of DVP. Maybe maybe yeah. I'm the ringer.
1: I like. I mean, the of... the real problem is the fact that you can't be DVP the salad sauce. You have to be DVP salad sauce, which yeah. is uh, an L, which yeah. means that we're also going to be losing our. Uh, one of our beautiful members in our uh, DVP premier team because their name is also too long to have a DVP in front of. So, I know yeah. that he's also going to be changing back to, uh, to just the original tag.
0: Yeah. But, like, no, no, not I, I like being the potential ringer. The, uh, maybe, like, maybe he's not on the starting roster, maybe he's just, uh, you know, It'd be somebody they they paid. Yeah, to talk to me again when you're the real ringer in a game.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you top frag Alex, I, I put on yeah. a premier tournament I said I would pay Cast what was it? Some insane amount, like hundred fifty dollars? What was it? Fifty? Was it that much? know. you were gonna, gonna buy, buy something. You you're, just said oh, to buy me the yeah, ballasong yeah, yeah. knife. It was right. like fifty bucks. Yeah, so I, I said I would buy Cast the song knife if he top fragged every game and we lost in the first game. <laughs> 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 and Cass did not top frag. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I specified that if we win the
0: championship and Cass wins every, like, top Yeah, 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 well, I I, I said if we win the whole tournament, Hunter had to buy me, uh, the knife. And 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 then he counter-offered,
1: yeah, he counter-offered. If if we win the tournament and you top frag every game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which
0: is fair because I had nothing on the line. So, like, that's
1: a very reasonable (laughs) counter-offer. But, (laughs) Um, uh... One more thing. Hunter, you gotta now go through the rest of your list.
2: Oh, I was gonna say the same thing. Okay. So, I'm honestly surprised none of these got hit, um... So first of all, these next two are cast specific. I had cast mentions wanting an op buff. I thought for sure that when we're talking about the outlaw, cast would say, "Well, if the outlaw exists in the game, then the op should get a buff as well." Since cast has said that so many times on podcast. But, but no, 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 no. If
0: they if they introduce the outlaw into the game, like I feel like the op, you could again, my op buff is entirely separate from that. But I feel like that covers a lot of bases. Yeah, in terms of it makes a very strong sniper more viable on more characters. I still thought it was
2: likely that you'd be like, well, if there's this other sniper in the game, the op should be even better since you're spending more Oh, no.
0: In fact, I think if anything happens, it's likely the marshal's going to get nerfed.
2: Yeah, I mean... To
0: account for this weapon coming in. But yeah, no, like... I feel like having a comparable strong sniper at a much cheaper price point, almost half the fucking cost is enough of a buff to snipers? Yeah. That Yeah.
2: I, I think you can see where I was coming from in putting Yeah, that yeah, yeah, weapon. sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. The other thing I had for you cast is cast calls for shotguns to be removed because you've oftentimes said Oh, you're so no close to that. Attack. So <laughs> close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't quite say it in this podcast. easily yeah, uh, yeah. enough. All right, the next two are related to me or the podcast. I said one we have an intermission. We did not have an intermission. And two, yeah. I am proven wrong about something. And I was thinking about this in terms of, like, tangibly. I know Cass opened up by saying that, like, you know, me and, Kat, me and Chase were wrong about they're not adding new guns. Oh, that's why you were so adamant about, guns. like, what are you yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, what yeah, do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then the two for Chase were a bit more, like, random and not that, not that related to, like, common topics on the pod. But I just wanted to add some Chase stuff. One was that Chase mentions being a Brimmane. And the other one was that Chase mentions bikes, since <laughs> so your job is about bikes. Wait, Wait you, you didn't get I mentioned. Yeah, you
1: mentioned the bike. When did you mention bikes? When I said I've been staring at the bike that's been on my screen for, yeah. like, Was that on podcast. podcast, though? I feel like yeah, I didn't well, was, get in the fight over the it was. It was when he came okay, by, it when a a back from taking a, taking a piss. Yeah, yeah. 100% it sure. was on podcast. No, no, no. but you didn't take an intermission.
0: You might not have literally said the... No, I said the bike.
1: I said the bike. You sure? Yeah. You might not have like, okay, I, like, rewind the tapes. I said <laughs> I've been staring at the bike that's on my yeah, screen for the whole no, podcast. I knew what was on your screen the entire
0: podcast because we talked about it before the pod kicked off. <laughs> it's funny because it's also on
1: my screen. Because I was also staring <laughs> yeah. at it. It's a very nice looking bike. It's a nice looking bike. Uh for anybody that's interested, we were talking about the Ibis HD six in lavender. <laughs> the lavender haze. Yeah, sorry, lavender haze. Um, I'm currently staring at the XX axis version, but, you know.
0: I'm currently staring at the GX version, so I'm a broke boy.
1: <laughs> to, to be honest, I'd probably go frame only, but, like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you go frame only, what do you just, like, strip your current bike for parts, sell the frame, yeah. and then strip, buy strip a new it, front but wheel? I, like,
1: uh, like fork, I would have to buy a new fork, buy a new front wheel. Oh, yeah, you'd need a new, new fork, new front wheel, yeah. But honest. I work at a bike shop, I get...
2: I'm looking All at it that online and I don't know what yeah. I'm looking at. Like that does look cool, but I have no appreciation for like what the <laughs> Yeah, buddy, buddy, I'm just gonna... look at just look at the color scheme and just Just look at the cost. <laughs> just look at the cost. <laughs> okay, I, I just Googled I just googled Ibis HB6 Lavender and the H D D
1: D Oh H D Oh H
2: Delta six. Got it, got it, okay.
1: What is the uh phonetic for H? Hotel. Hotel Hotel Django six.
2: Yeah, I mean that that's a good looking bike, what can I say?
1: De Django? Fuck you the Django <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: So there you have it. I went what? One, two, three. I went three for
1: eight, I guess.
2: Three for eight on the shots for this podcast. Mm.
1: I think that's pretty good, honestly. You hit some solid. Uh, yeah. some solid I, 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 I'm
0: going to be honest. I'm surprised Chase didn't mention being a brim main this pod. Yeah, I was ready for it. Yeah. I really thought it'd be likely. I mean, yeah. One. and I, I, I guess we didn't get into exactly any like specific brim y topics. So like, I got good. Yeah, it just never came up. Yeah, like, the podcast was like 30 minutes
2: in. and I was like, fuck, these are all like common things, but I'm not sure if we're going to hit them this podcast.
0: No, so mm-hmm. I, I added
2: Cass mentions hatred of a gun, and Cass mentions modern warfare two again. <laughs> it's the <in laughs> list. I actually didn't mention that one. I forgot to mention that one earlier. Yeah, yeah. Cass,
1: Cass mentions or Cass yeah. mentions COD is a really good one. Right,
2: because when Cass yeah.
0: mentioned it, I was like, if he does it again, I'll i take a shot for that. Yeah. Um, okay. Interestingly enough, Tony just sent me a text, and it says "Cinco de Stacco" when you're done with Pod. We have like eight because I,
2: I I'm looking at Drunk Valorant now and we got oh it looks like they hopped off. Never mind.
1: <laughs> so we got three. We got we got
0: four. <laughs> we got four. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck, that's even worse. So we'd need to pick up a uh a Cinco. But... Oh, someone's available, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure and uh with that, Chase, you wanna lead us out of here?
1: Yeah, five stack five stack dreams, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Drink with you later.